Welcome to Fixie's Playground, people. I am one of your hosts, Trevor. Um, Simon's not going to be joining us tonight because the three-person doesn't quite work uh, yet, but I am working on that. Um, it is February 18th, 2022. Um, Valentine's Day just passed. Super Bowl just happened. So um, from here on, my Sundays are very much more free than they used to be. Um other than that, I'm going hunting tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Go camp a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, I have a special guest on tonight. Very excited to have him. Um, go ahead and give us, the listeners, your name and uh, maybe some fun facts about you. What's up, listeners? My name is Cole. Around these parts, I'm probably more known as Boss Tuna is kind of my I don't know, my moniker, stage name kind of deal. And some fun facts about me. Um, huge outdoors fan, huge football fan, mm-hmm. camping, hunting, fishing, uh, sports. I'm 37 years old and still play competitive hockey. My knees tell me that it's time to quit, but, you know, born in northern Minnesota. I mean, yeah, you ask, yeah. I will yeah. tell you. <laughs> whatever whatever you want to know man yeah so uh listeners if y'all haven't uh put two and two together yet um whether cole knows it or not i've shouted out the Will horror podcast um several times throughout my episodes also the nightclub travis thinking about you bud um it's f- great to finally have you on um i know i shot you up a message a couple months back and then mm-hmm. it all just kind of went really fast i'm very happy about it um it's hard to get guests on sometimes, you know, even when yeah. I'm like, Hey, we can Schedule do something. Them. Yeah. We can do something too much from now. And they're just like, eh, we'll see, you know? So, uh, I shot him a message and then a couple months later when I was ready, I was like, Hey, whenever you're ready. And he was like, you know what? Friday. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is what I I'm, like. I'm one of those guys where it's easier for me to do like last minute stuff than plan out young kids i coach my kids hockey team we have a lot of stuff going on i'm like i'm open this friday i'm just gonna say hey man it works if it works for you yeah yeah and and that's kind of how it works for me a lot uh most of the times when i record it's friday saturday nights um being that i have kids most other people have kids too so i feel like that's the best time to record uh, Mm um and get them knocked out so i'm glad everything's synced up you know no Um, it was awesome when you when you were asking me we're like hey what day is work and i'll a lot of people are busy in my older, you know, not old, but older age. Now Friday and Saturday nights don't consist of me going to the bar every time. And mm. I told, I told, uh, well, you, I was like, man, Fridays and Saturdays work good for me. Then you have a couple of drinks and yep. you don't have to worry oh, yeah. about work in the morning. That's, that's exactly it. No work. Cause I normally don't drink during the week. If I have work, I'm not going to say I won't. Um, but I usually try not to, cause it just, kind of messes up my vibe uh with work so um and i'm not a huge bar person like i'll go i don't get me wrong i like going out with buds every once in a while but that's like mm-hmm. maybe once a in a three month span you know or six month yeah. span we'll all be able to get together and go to the bar other than that i'd rather just drink at the house yeah it's cheaper yeah. and uh, i don't have to drive anywhere or worry about anything so and then i usually just pop on a good movie or play video games or oh. whatever, you know? So. Amen. Yeah. So you're a big outdoors guy. I know this already. Um, I kind of am too. Not as much as I used to be. Um, 
I don't imagine you've listened to too many episodes, but um, I used to be majoring the hiking, a lot of hiking, uh, which mm-hmm. not up north hiking, but uh, Arkansas. Um, sure. We have a state park that's a couple hours from here where I live. Uh, a lot of backpacking, you know, like 12 mile hikes, sure. 15 mile hikes, stuff like that. Uh, canoe trips where we'll do like 50 to 60 miles in a week, you know, yeah. uh, camping every night under the stars. Love that kind of stuff. Right always awesome so and it's tomorrow i mean well i'm going camping but it's just at my buddy's hunting club and he'll have a camper so you know it's more of a glamping than a camping but sure. i'm gonna have fun you know i'm gonna put some camo on go uh run around the woods try to shoot some uh tree rats if we can yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah you know, back back in my more hardcore days we would always make fun of people about camping because we are you know again hardcore but now it's you know, go out, have fun, enjoy the outdoors, whether you're in a tent or a camper. I mean, you know, hey, it's whatever. Yeah. Out. Like yeah. I, there's something to be said about just like having the whole tent experience, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's definitely something I want my kids to do at some point. Um, but man, I'm all about comfort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm too old to be like, which I'm not that much really old. I'm only 33, but still I'm at the point where I'm like, look, I, I can do it. So, but what do I have to, you know, if it's yeah. my weekend, like this is my time to relax, you know, cause works yeah. during the week and everything else. So, um, it, yeah. When I met my wife, she was into what she, you know, I'm doing air quotes here camping mm-hmm. and her family always had RVs and I long story short, I was born and raised in Northern Minnesota, way North, like by the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. We had the boundary waters. I, I now live in central Iowa, which isn't that densely populated, but there's virtually no state land. You can't go and just go out in the woods and really camp. You know, the, the campgrounds down here are just different. You're literally five feet from the next northern Minnesota. There's campgrounds everywhere, mm-hmm. and there's enough of them where even if you go on busy weekends, you're not going to see as many people as you would think. The sites are a little bit more. Yes, yeah, I would out. say protected and yeah, there's woods and trees in between them. So yeah, we're, we're trying to get the kids into the outdoors part. It's, it's a different world we live in from when you and I grew up, man. I mean, yeah. these kids yeah. have iPads and cell phones buried in their face and electronics. So I'm very much getting my kids outdoors and I per- purposely choose sites in Minnesota where we don't have service, you know, where mm-hmm. they're not stuck on their iPads, you know, go i don't know go play in the gravel road or something yeah go yeah. go go do something yeah go do something like uh i think it was kind of one maybe one of the last years i was hiking and, and we went on a week trip during the summer and um i remember having cell phones but it it wasn't during the app days you know what i'm saying like this is still back when mm-hmm. like you had your flip phone you know what i'm yeah. saying so, and like, you didn't have anything to charge your phone. So like, if you had a battery, it was however long it lasted while you're out there. So you just kept your phone off most of the time. I think we, we you know, we had phones just in case an emergency happened. Right. Um, but besides for that, I mean, you didn't really have a choice in the matter. And I, I kind of like the idea of going somewhere that doesn't have, you know, any service and just being like, Hey, let's find something to do. And I mean, you could bring stuff out there too. There's always something you could find to do in the woods. Right. Um, but I, you know, it's not too bad with my kids. Like they, they do enjoy going play outside, you know, like going on the swing set outside of the trampoline or, or going mess with the cats. Like my son loves catching cats outside. 
going, they'll go like we have a little pond behind my house. They'll go and play like next to the pond, throw sure. sticks in there, look at the turtles and stuff like that. So it's good to see that they still have an interest in it. You know what I'm saying? It's not all the tablet, um, mm. which I don't mind the tablets. It's just moderating it, you know, exactly um, in moderation. So, cause they learned some awesome things on those, those tablets. Like mm-hmm. I got like the craziest things, but at the same time, it's like, all right, let's make sure you're not looking at stuff. You shouldn't be looking at, <laughs> you know, right. which not necessarily bad parental stuff. Parental controls just, on lock. Yeah. Yeah. Parental controls. Well, like we have like their app downloads are turned off. Like Google play is turned off. You know, like if I have to update it, I have to go in and turn everything back on just to update the apps that they do have. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're in a world now where it's more and more accessible. There's more cell towers. One of our favorite areas up north just got a cell tower put in in the last year. Mm-hmm. And we, I just got, so you messaged me while I was on my winter, my, my buddies and I do a winter camping trip each year. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that if we're out on the lake in the, in an open spot without trees, I get just enough service where you know, I always bring my phone because we don't really have service, but I've got all my music on it. So we play mm-hmm. music from it. And all of a sudden it'll just start going ding, ding, ding and vibrating. And yep. And then I, I saw your message. So I was like, oh, hell yeah. But yeah, it was, um, it was a good trip. We, we left. It was supposed to be probably one of the nicer winter camps we'd been on. And mm-hmm. in the week that we were there, the low changed from negative four where we had two nights of minus 40. One was like minus 42, if we're, you know, being exact. Mm-hmm. One was minus 30. And um, yeah, you were talking about comfortable and glamping. And that was probably one of the first times my buddy and I kind of looked at each other where we we're like, because we got back from snowmobiling, you know, look a little twisted up from the bar and mm-hmm. taking a nice slow trip on the way home. And we're like, man, it's cold. And we're not even going fast. And get to camp and we're looking at that thermometer and it was only like 32 below when we got back. (laughs) Yep. Half of our guys stayed in a, a, uh, like a, it's a, they're called wheelhouses up North here. Mm -hmm. Got huge, like campers basically that you ice fish out of. Yeah. Half of our, our crew stayed in one of those. So we got back and, you know, went inside. It was 80 degrees, took our snowmobiling gear off, had a beer. And then we had to get back out. And my buddy and I were looking at each other like, man, how long are we going to put ourselves through this? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, well, that's nothing to joke okay. about negative 32, bro. Um, that, yeah. It, it got to like 42. One of the nights. I mean, we have people are out there thinking we're crazy. We have heaters in. Well, no, I mean, y'all, I think the difference is, is you're, you're definitely prepared for it because you know, it's going to happen. So yeah. Things are just different. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, like I live in the South. So like we experience like 25 degrees and people are freaking, freaking out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and don't get me wrong. It's cold. Louisiana weather. There's definitely an extra bite in the air. You know, the humidity down here, just when it's hot, you're sweating your ass off just because of the humidity. Yeah. And then when it's cold, there's so much water vapor in the air that like when the wind hits you, it's freezing, you know, it really is freezing, even when it's only, you know, 30 something degrees. Um, but like I lived in Montana for uh like a year altogether, and most of that was when I was uh around 10 or 11 years old. And um, we lived um it was a town called Livingston, Montana, which yep. was um that's one of the bigger towns, Livingston, right? It it's a big Montana. 
yeah, it's a big town. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a city. Like it was, yeah. I think it was about um either an hour or so from Beaumont, Montana. Um, what else? I can't. What was the name of the place? I don't. I don't remember. But um, it was a valley. It was a valley town, and um, we experienced. Which I thought it was, I even think it was that bad. I thought it was only like negative twenty, but uh, my dad mm-hmm. told me it was negative sixty one oh, winter yeah. when we were up there. And uh, I always tell people I was like around like negative twenty, they they start shutting schools down because they're afraid like pipes are gonna burst and stuff. And you basically just stay home, you know. Negative sixty and like we're we're all huddled next to the heater, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because uh, yeah. you don't like I don't think where we were staying had central heat. It just had a heat a floor heater. In a couple of rooms. So like two of the rooms had floor heaters. Baseboard, yeah. Yeah. So um and that that was pretty gnarly, you know. And I snow, I mean, I'm cool with snow, I guess. I lived in New Jersey for about three and a half years. So I've experienced like several feet, you know, like what three, three foot of snow, something like that. Yeah. One yeah. year, one one snowfall, you know, and having to shovel it all up and, and do all that stuff and pour salt down. And I've been through it. Um yeah. You know, here in Louisiana, you don't really have to worry about that. You just worry about hurricanes. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> yeah, that's right. pretty much what we have to deal with: yeah. flooding and hurricanes. Um, but uh, I like I like the colder weather. I always have, and I mean, up north, there's some beautiful country up there. I would love oh, to go man. back. I I, I prefer winter. I'm one of the one of the rare guys that like winter more than summer. Part mm-hmm. of it might in Minnesota, you embrace it. You know, I live in Iowa currently, and a lot of people hate winter, and it's because we don't really have a a winter down here. It's cold, and then, you know, it can be ten below one day and fifty degrees the next day. Yep. It's you know, today it was fifty degrees, yeah, and it's supposed to be in the high forties through the weekend, and then like Monday to Tuesday it goes from forty to ten degrees. <laughs> we don't, yeah. you know, we, we don't get enough snow. So there's not enough to do anything. I mean, you can do a little ice fishing. You can't really do any snowmobiling in Minnesota. You know, we embrace it. There's winter carnivals up there, ice festivals. My dad sold snowmobiles for 30 years. So that's, you know, I'm a little bit, you know, yeah, you're plugged in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, you know, hockey outside, that was our favorite thing ever growing up. We'd get out, the bus would drop pretty much everybody off on the bus that drop us off at the rink. Go throw your backpacks in the warming hut, got your skates in there, and you know, you're yeah. out there until mom picks you up at dark. Yeah, yeah. Louisiana winters are a bitch, is is all I can really say. Um, it's kind of like what you said, except sometimes a little bit more extreme. Like one day it can be 25 degrees, and then two days later it's 75 degrees and humid. Yeah, that's crazy. and and our winters are very like wet and muggy um when it's not cold you know like it'll rain a lot uh especially now i think like the next month or so it'll be humid and wet and everything's just gonna be soggy and muddy and i I don't really like that um i prefer i do prefer like a good cold winter um louisiana summers not that much of a fan you know like i kind of take the seasons in stride it doesn't really bother me if it's overly hot Uh, but i mean i worked outside for before i'm at the job i am now i mean I was some kind of outside for like the last 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. So yeah. I deal with the 105 degree weather and the the 78% humidity and all this other bullshit. So you just kind of get used to it, but I'd much rather just static weather, you know, just stay this yeah. way during the season, 
you know, I don't like winners where it's 25 one day and 70 the next. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, it's funny. My wife used to hate winter and she's come around now because we, we have snowmobiles. Ironically, we don't use them down here, but we go up north multiple times a year. My whole family is up there. We, we do a lot of snowmobiling. My wife, I think now that our kids are older and they really enjoy it, you know, just being a parent, you, you want to, at least you might not admit, but you want to enjoy the things your kids do. So she's a lot more open snowmobiling, ice fishing. And, and it's that whole thing of, of, you know, if you actually have a winter, you can do stuff. Otherwise, what are you going to do if it's, there's no snow on the ground or little snow and it's just, you know, 10 degrees all winter, right? It kind of, yeah. you know, you got to embrace it. So, yeah. I know yeah. you're a bourbon guy. Not to change the subject, but just real quick, I will go ahead. Show I, me, I, I was I was going to drink this. I've been saving uh, probably one of my favorite I've had in a while. It's Bim and Tucker. Okay. So it's it's a little bit more on the expensive side. It was like seventy bucks for this, but yeah, uh, Bim and Tucker bourbon. I've been on a little bit of a bourbon kick, and I know we talked about. I can't remember if it was whiskey before, but I've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, on the podcast, y'all, y'all y'all do beer all the time, and I was like, man, what's a what's a good whiskey? Because I'm always trying trying new newer whiskeys to see uh if there's anything better out there you know i, I drink uh i guess along the lines of the cheaper stuff uh i mean don't, don't get me wrong i don't i don't really drink jack daniels anymore uh yeah. i had way too many like drunken nights on that stuff so like i'm kind of totally. turned against it you know yeah uh so like my um but my father-in-law he every every year for christmas for his side of the family, they have a, we have a Christmas party, and he'd always bring a handle of Jim Bean, right? Oh, That's, yeah. He'd always every year he'd bring that handle of Jim Bean. So like, and I didn't bring any alcohol, and they're all drinking. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm drinking the Jim Bean, you know. And then after I guess a couple years, um, now I just like it, so uh, I buy that. And then um, yeah, my wife recently has been on a a whiskey sour kick. Oh yeah. So um. Uh, she wanted once. I got all the making at the store to, to make some and made her a couple when we went to like a Super Bowl party with my friend and everything like that. And she loved it. So we were doing that. Then I bought her um, some uh, like whiskey ice trays. You know, it makes like the ball, yep. the ball yep, of ice. Yep. Yep. She, she was talking about that. I was like, all right, Amazon, go ahead and order that. I'm going to give your, I mean, man, you're, you're going to have to put this on the Patreon, but I'm going to do it for free for your listeners. I'm going to give you guys a little, my like recipe. It's, it's like a cheat of, a, of a, like an old fashioned, mm-hmm. my favorite thing, uh, obviously, if you have an expensive whiskey, you know, man up or woman up and drink that. Oh, that should know, be on ice on the rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my favorite thing to do is do you have you ever seen or heard of the bottoming? Do you guys have those down there? Bottoming cherries? They're 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 like the real deal cherries, they're not like the, the maraschino kind of things. Okay. So I don't, I don't think I'm sure I'm sure there's places that have them down here, but I don't think it's something yeah. you're gonna see normally. If you if you see the fancy cherries, they're in like a real syrup. It's not going to be all high fructose corn syrup, yeah, and it's, yeah, they're yeah. usually it's almost black. It's like a dark purple. Uh, but what I do is I'll pour you know a couple ounces of whiskey or however much you want, I guess. Get some ice in there, and I always so ginger ale, like a splash of ginger ale, mm-hmm. two of those bada bangs, and like maybe a teaspoon of the cherry juice. You got yourself like a cheat old fashioned kind of mm-hmm. it's 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 delicious that's yeah that's yeah. my go-to right there so you guys I can gotcha. take that one for free my my brother-in-law and sister own a bunch of restaurants in minnesota so we were up over christmas and 
he surprised me. His uh, liquor rep got a um, got his hands on some Pappy. Are you familiar with the Pappy Van Winkle? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. That's that's the probably the the I mean that's that's on top of Mount Olympus when it comes to some of those bottles are six thousand dollars plus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So he he got like a ten year and a twelve year for free um, from his liquor rep for Christmas because they spend so much. Yeah, so yeah. We we were looking and and one of the bottles was like three or four hundred bucks and the other was like eight hundred and. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we tried it and obviously when you're drinking something like that, it's, there's, there's not even ice. It's, you know, if if you're paying, if you're paying that much for the whiskey, like if you really want a whiskey like that, you better be drinking it neat. Yeah. Um, You better be drinking. Yeah. 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 We went, my wife and I, for our, our, uh, our last year's anniversary, um, we just, we went to a local city, uh, Baton Rouge. I'm sure you've heard of it. You know, it's big enough to where it's one of the biggest cities in Louisiana, Baton Rouge. And uh, we just went stay at a hotel for the weekend, went, you know, watch a movie and a couple other things. But uh, they give you like a free bar credit or whatever with the package we got. So we went down to the bar and uh, I can't even remember the name of the whiskey, but the whiskey, like a full bottle of the whiskey is like five grand. Right. Like just just the empty bottle sells online for like twelve hundred bucks. Holy shit. So, um. (laughs) <laughs> the shots i think like a shot of it was like 500 bucks maybe something on those lines like four or five hundred dollars so i was talking to one of my buddies uh hunter and he said man he's like i actually had a shot of it and he's like i'm gonna be honest with you it tasted like shit and i'm gonna just laughed at him i was oh. like so you spent 500 bucks on bad whiskey he's like yeah. it's it's funny because my brother-in-law and i we had a couple we were the only ones that drank it nobody else was you know a couple of people want to try but my brother-in-law is like no there's nothing going in it. it's just straight and they're like well i don't want to do it we had one and we were kind of both looking at each other and he's like you want another one i'm like I'll have another one. We're only drinking like maybe an ounce and a half, two ounces at a time. Yeah. After the second one, I'm like, dude, I just can't do it. And he's like, well, I'm glad you said that. Cause I was kind of struggling through that too. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to bring him to the bar and sell it. That's <laughs> so like, funny. Might as well. I mean, I, I just, it, it wasn't for me, man. It, yeah. I, yeah. it might be just one of those things where you're, you're paying for a name, but it's nah, possible. I'm, I'm sure there's some out there that tastes really, really yeah. good. I don't you know? have that. But refined of a palate. I mean, I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> I am not by any means a whiskey or bourbon expert. Mm-hmm. I always try different stuff. And this Bib and Tucker is the first one I've had where like, I will buy, I, I, I know our, our, your listeners can't see, but I dumped the last out of my decanter and that's probably one of the first ones I'll buy another bottle for because oh, yeah. so, for the price, it's, it's, it's awesome. Smooth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I've, I've, I'm mostly just in like the exploratory phase of different whiskeys. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not yeah. really a beer guy. Like, if you see what I'm drinking, and I say it all the time, okay? Yep. Uh, that that is a strawberry reds apple ale. Okay, hard cider. <laughs> um, I don't really like beer, but I do like these. I like sweet stuff. So, uh, have you tried like uh sours? Mm, what kind of sours? I- like like sour like sour is a tight so for beer you've got you know ipas porters sours in the last like three four years have just exploded i would get into those it, i'm not i'm not a fan ironically enough i got back from my trip and uh, you know i got back on valentine's day but like a good husband i knew i was going to be gone mm-hmm. so you know i left all my wife roses and treats and yeah. presents mm-hmm. before 
So I come back and as soon as I open up the door, I mean, it, it, it's like a nine hour drive. So I didn't get home until late. There's three, four packs and they're all sours and I'm trying to uh, okay so trying to get so into those we do have some like that um what's been very popular down here which it might be up there too is uh, a lot of the flavored seltzer like hard seltzers mm-hmm. um but what my yep. wife did was uh we have i forget the name of the place it's probably a chain like a chain alcohol place but it's it's kind of like one of those alcohol emporiums and um yeah. she went there and she specifically got um it it's a it's a kind of like a sour beer like you said um but they're flavored um they kind of remind me of like an, an alcoholic jolly rancher like they might be too oh sweet. yeah uh but but she likes they tasted good i just don't know if i could drink more than like two of those without being like all right i'm done with with that so uh, there's two different main kinds the original ones are what's called a um oh god now it's on the tip of my, uh, a kettle sour Mm-hmm. which is going to be more of like your actual sour beer. And that's exactly what it is. It's, you know, everybody knows the story about how champagne came to be. It was, you know, bacteria got in wine and yep. fermented it and turned into champagne. Same thing with, with sours. It was an actual beer that literally soured. Yeah. You, you know, so anyways, the ones that I think a lot of people, if they're trying to get into it, that they're going to like are called your fruited sours. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, you know, pouring maple syrup out, yeah. but there, there's crazy flavors. You know, one of the ones she got me, it was in a green can and I was like, Oh, that looks like mellow yellow. And I read it and it was their citrus sour. I, I tried it literally tasted like mellow yellow. or yeah. beer. So that crazy. was, that was the other kind of beer my wife got. Uh, the one, one of them that she got was kind of like a candy, but the other one was literally like a soda beer. So like, yeah. Like imagine just like drinking a Dr. Pepper, but it's got like a 5% alcohol content to it, you know? Um, And she really liked those. She said they were pretty good. Uh, She preferred the other ones, I think, but she was just trying them out, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. God help me if she ever buys White Claws again, though. Like I can't, (laughs) I can't stand. My wife does not drink beer and she's all White Claw. Really? It's funny because we went to a brewery and they only served their own stuff and they had a sour, so that's kind of what got me into the sours a little bit more mm-hmm. is trying to find something she'll like. And she actually was drinking the sours and didn't really, I mean, she won't, if there's, if there's nothing but like Bush light, she will just not drink. Oh, see, like I could drink the, the, the lighter beers. Um, I just don't prefer them. You know, after a while, I feel like I get overloaded on them. So like Michelob Ultra or even like a Bud Light or, or you know, some of your basic brand beers, like I can drink them. Just don't care for them that much. Um, but then I don't care for most beers and like, I'll, I keep trying new beers. So like, I know there's one out there that I like, you know, yeah. it's like, I know there's one somewhere that I, I can, you know, tolerate, but I just haven't found it yet. So I keep trying, yeah, just keep trying new stuff. I, I've got a weird personality. Same thing with the bourbon where I don't buy the same stuff twice. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always trying new See, beer. Yeah. And like, that's where I'm getting with bourbon. And then, uh, Vodka, I pretty much stay on the same. I like vodka too. Uh, uh, we have Tito's down here, which is like a Texas made. Uh, yep. Tito's and, is super popular here too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, I feel like it blew up in the last couple of years. You yep. know, like yep. it just kind of came out of nowhere. But uh, I'd never heard of it until probably six or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, it's pretty good. I got some at the house. Uh, I used to like 
the uh, the Sky Vodka, the Blue Bottle. Those were pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, all right, you know, nothing crazy. But you guys got Smirnoff down there. That's my go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we got ten different kinds of Smirnoff down here. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny because um, we we got married. I don't even know how many years ago, and I don't drink liquor. I, I will literally bourbon is pretty much all I drink Mm -hmm. rarely. I I love bloody Mary's. I always get them at the bar and I'll make them at home every once in a while, but we, we still have totes in our basement of Costco giant three foot tall bottles of their Kirkland, whatever vodka and gin and rum and all this. And I tell my wife, I'm like, we just got to get like crazy, like in college and do like a whopper. I don't know what you guys had them down there. We called them WAP. Wops up north where uh-huh. everyone everyone brings a bottle and you just dump it into a fucking five gallon tote and yep. then throw some seven yep. up and fruit and yeah um we call it a couple different things down here uh but i've been i've heard it called uh we call it jungle juice so yep. you get you get like a um an ice chest with like a spigot you know you know, obviously yep. you make sure it's clean but just like you said you take all all the different alcohols pour it in there but what they'll do is is um they'll pour it overnight and they'll add um like fruits into it like random fruits like yep. watermelon pineapple stuff like that to add to the flavor um let it sit and then like drink it the next day and get tore up now you can like you can put it back into bottles if you have to you can save it for later uh you know minus the fruit but um Right. We've done it before. Um, but I mean, when you're a broke college kid, uh, you'll drink almost anything yeah. if it's free, you know? Oh, so I've, I've got a funny story for, for you and your listeners. Th- those that haven't heard of <clears throat> Joe Blow, <clears throat> excuse me, probably oh. don't know, but uh, I, I started Travis and I, my, I love that guy, my favorite little, little uh, hobbit. But he didn't start it. He joined on later, but we have a horror podcast and I've always been obsessed with horror and zombies were my thing. Back in college, we moved out of the dorms and all bunch of guys I played football with. We moved into a house and it was just outside of town where you didn't have to worry about it getting busted. We didn't have neighbors. The closest neighbor we had was a restaurant with a liquor store attached Mm -hmm. to it. I mean, how much better can you get? Yeah. Yeah. And we would throw caggers and uh, it was nicknamed the zombie house. And the reason it was nicknamed the zombie house is we'd have these caggers and I had got to be one of the most impressive displays of zombie movies right next to the TV, like, like, you know, 150 and people were just randomly like, oh, I don't know the, 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 the house with all the zombie movies. And it just transitioned to the zombie house but where I was going with this is when we would have those, we'd, do I mean we'd burn through three or four kegs in a night plus a mm-hmm. wop and it would be either we'd say it's it's five bucks a cup or bring a, a cheap bottle and people just bring the the pints or whatever and you know five bucks a cup or bring a cheap bottle and we would just throw we'd have fruit in there and everyone that came that brought a bottle would just dump it in and yep. we'd either you know if we needed to add more liquid we'd just put some keg beer in there but we'd always buy like a bottle of like the lemonade or a bottle of the powder and we'd put the lemonade powder in there and the fruit. And yeah, you're right, man. That, that, those, I don't even know how many nights we would have, you know, I'd wake up and my window looked out the backyard and there'd be people just sprawled. I mean, it would oh, look like a I war zone. It. I believe it. Like I was always usually very good about handling my alcohol. Um, 
I, I went over the top a few times. I think everyone does. Um, I had I had a buddy of mine. Um, he was in the Air Force Reserve, which he still is. I think I don't I don't know if he re-upped again, but um, so he got activated, which he kind of volunteered, right? He wanted to get activated because um, it's easier to get promoted in the military if you have active service and if you go overseas, right? Basically, if you have experience. Sure. So um, he left for several months. He came back. And then so the first thing he does is he calls me. and He's like, hey, he's like, I got a keg and I'm going to throw a party tonight. You want to come? I was like, sure, let's go. I was working at uh, Chili's at the time as a cook. So I show up there and have you ever seen Futurama, like the, the animated show oh, yeah. Futurama? You know who Bender yep. is, right? Yep, so, the robot, yep. So my buddy is an Air Force mechanic, right? He works on fighter jets. That's what That was his job. So he knows a lot about them. Well, he took, like, spare metal parts laying around the shop, used, like, some of the airplane glue epoxy that they would use on, like, their airplanes, and made a bender keg tap. Like a life-size bender, and to tap to tap the beer, you would pump Bender's uh, antenna, and oh, the beer would shit. come out of his finger. Yeah, I'm not even joking. That's so awesome. he and uh, he he had like lights hooked up to the light uh, to his eyes, so he could turn it on, so the eyes are on and shit. So That's I go over there. He's got this fucking big ass Bender uh, beer keg. He's like, "Get you some beer, so I'm like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome because I love Futurama," you know. Well, uh. Since it was so like such short notice, like most of the people he invited didn't show up. So there was like six of us trying to kill this cake all night. And I had to be, I had to work a double at Chili's the next day at like seven in the morning. <laughs> so I literally drank until three or four in the morning, took a two hour nap and then headed to work. And I was basically hung over the entire day. And I no, was there. From- you, you were you were drunk half the day and then hung correct. over. You're, you're correct. And I, <laughs> then even after that, I was just like, uh, and I was there from open to close. So you're talking about like seven 30 in the morning to like two 30 in the morning. Cause it's a Friday night, you know? Damn. Um, I was like, but it was, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't, I don't regret it now, but I was definitely regretting it that morning. <laughs> it's funny how much more we could drink and handle in our heyday. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, now when I'm hungover, I'm like, oh, I'd rather have COVID. Just kill me. <laughs> just, you know, I mean, hangovers are the worst. Yeah, I, I've gotten really good at judging when I should stop. Um, but like, if I drink too much, I, I definitely just have to go shit it out the next day. You know, it's like, yeah. and then then um, my hangover cure is just a good breakfast, like bacon, eggs, toast, or biscuits. If I eat that, I'm good to go for the rest of the day. Um, I don't normally drink enough. In my old age, I've gotten jokingly, but gotten into like stuff like this here. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, it's funny because I have, my buddy got married a couple of years ago and he's huge into fitness. It's, it's funny because we were actually best friends growing up in high school. Mm -hmm. We played football in high school together and, you know, we lifted and we're in decent shape. Now he's, He's, he's active military. He's uh, Navy, but he's like, hey, you know what? There's, there's nothing to do when you're on a sub for, you know, eight months. So mm-hmm. I would just go to the gym and now he does, um, what are the, the, not the strong man, the, the shit Arnold used to do the Mr. Mr. Olympian. I think yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. He does that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So for his wedding, he had these little bottles and I'm like, what the hell is that? And it's called morning glory. If you guys are interested, they're expensive. It's like four bucks for a two ounce bottle, but you drink mm-hmm. it the night before and they actually work. We, we got tore up for three nights in a row over his wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, me and him crushed like a case of beer after we were at the bar all night. <laughs> uh-huh. the night before yeah. his wedding. And he's like, take one of the, you know, he's handing me them as we go. I think we had like three of them. He's like, trust me. And I woke up that next morning. And I could not believe I drank, you know, 84 beers a day before. So mm-hmm. some of those actually work. A lot of it's like electrolytes and salt. And oh, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like even now when I go out drinking or if I have a lot of drinks, I'll I'll down a bottle of water before I go to bed. And it makes a big difference because it's Jeez. just hydration. Most, yep. most, literally most of your hangover is simply because you're not hydrated and your yep. body's like, fuck you, <laughs> you know, yep. basically. Yep. So, um which I might have to do that. I got, I got a, a wedding coming up. Uh, what I think the end of this year? Probably get drunk as fuck because I'm I'm in the wedding. So, uh, oh yeah, I'm sure open bar. We're, we're gonna have yep. fun. Might have, have to get, get me some of those. Weight. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Morning glory. It's expensive. You can buy it on Amazon or I think they're at oh, CVS I'm, I'm sure as well I, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they're I they're legit. They work. I got the one I showed you is called Blowfish. It's cheaper. You you drink it in the morning. It's like got yeah. caffeine and stuff. But yeah, some of that For, stuff is, is, yeah. is maybe is, some yeah. of my listeners could get it. We have uh Mardi no Gras free ads, right? Yeah, Mardi Gras Mardi Gras coming up. <laughs> oh no shit! Down when is that? Um, soon. I think it's at Ring? the first. The first week of uh, March. Okay. So, yeah. uh, I think so. I think it's yeah, because I think I think Fat Tuesday is um, May fourth, maybe no March fourth. I mean, we just had a legit Cajun restaurant close because of COVID. Here, it was called Fat oh, Tuesday. Man, the best at Tuesday I've ever had. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I ended up having the chatting the dude up because we'd go there all the time. I ended up chatting him up, and he gave me his secret recipe because he knew he was closing. So mm-hmm. that's pretty yeah. cool. I uh, when I lived in New Jersey, we found one New Orleans style restaurant that made like authentic Cajun food, pretty much. Like they had a wow. gumbo up there that was pretty close to what we make down here. And even then, I'll be honest, because uh, and I've said it on like previous episodes, uh, New Orleans style gumbo isn't necessarily the same as Cajun gumbo because um, I live about three hours north of new Orleans and more in central Louisiana. And, uh, I still think that like central Louisiana food's probably better than new Orleans, but new Orleans has so many different styles that like, sure. you just have so much to choose from and it's all delicious. Don't get me wrong. Um, but like ain't nothing beat your mama's gumbo though. You know, a uh, crawfish, etouffee, same thing. Uh, and we have like ball crawfish yep. and, uh, which like right now it's about to be ball crawfish season. It just started up. So, um, I suppose you guys need to have a season down there for how popular it is in Northern Minnesota. We have, we have uh well, we call them crayfish up there, but yeah, well, I mean, it's, probably it's, a regional it's the thing, same but thing, regional it's thing. A, yeah. 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 Yours are red though, right? Ours are red, but y'all are yeah. still saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, they're, they're looked at as like a nuisance. I mean, you feel them crawl over your feet. So, and you're swimming so and you te- out, but. technically um, the crawfish, are more of a dark color until you boil them down here. When you boil them, they turn red. Yeah, so boil ours are them. gray and then they turn red. But I aren't yours you. a little bit red in the water? Or are they? They are, they they are a little bit red. They're yeah, more of a uh, kind of yeah. like a, a darker red slash maybe yep. like a burgundy. 
Sure. And then when you boil them, that's when they lighten up to like Ron a light Burgundy. red. Yeah, Ron Burgundy. Milk, milk, scotch, is a scotch, choice. scotch. <laughs> Yummy in my belly. Uh, but um, so we have crawfish season coming up, and then Mardi Gras coming up, and look, I'm from Podunk Mamu, just like Tibu is, and um. Look, man, in high school, I used to watch some of them, them fellow football players crush just like cases of beer. They would literally drink for like 30 hours straight and they would drink so much that they would sober up while they were drinking and then drink some more. Like, I don't even know how you do it, but that's but that's that's how they would do it. And uh, Mardi Gras, um, it's very there's like beer cans all over the place. Like You could probably make a lot of money just if you pick up all the beer cans and sell them to like oh i bet a recycling company you know uh but you it's know, one of, go ahead no i i was not necessarily going to change the subject but i was we, we we go on our trip and it's funny because when we used to take it when we were younger on these camping trips we, we do three year we do one in the spring one in the fall one in the winter and they used to be just drinking trips and mm-hmm. maybe we'd wet a line and do some fishing but it's changed a little bit but we still would, you know, adhere to our old traditions. We're very traditional. So yeah, yeah. we used to do this. We used to do like three or four nights and each guy would bring a, a case of cheap beer, a 12 pack of decent beer, um, a six pack or a four pack of what we called specialty. So that would be like, you know, craft beers or something. Yeah. A craft. Yep. And then we'd bring a sipper and we would you drink that in you know like three two or three days mm-hmm. now we still adhere to this <laughs> the same traditions but we do it over a week and yeah. we just got off of this trip where we drank every single day and it was i mean granted i had a hockey game tonight and you know nothing tastes better than a cold beer after you get done skating so mm-hmm. I almost had to, I had that one and I started getting heartburn and I was like, yeah, I'm just, I don't know how I used to do in college. I had to, like, I'm like, you know, I was pumped cause I'm coming on, a, you know, going to get a podcast with you and, you know, I had to, had to force the first couple down and now they're flowing, but it's just, it's different. And yeah, that age, man. But like I said, I used to never get hung over when I was younger. Never happened. Doesn't even yep. matter how much I would drink. Just yep. wouldn't happen now. I could drink like a modest amount, and then the next day I feel off. If nothing I'll, else, I'll watch you know? someone gassing beers in a movie and feel hungover anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. So, um, but it's not too bad, you know. We, um, I'm not, but like in high school, I was never a huge drinker, and in our town, most people, most people started young. I mean, look, laws be damned. Like there were six, plenty of sixteen year olds running around getting shit faced at parties. Like it is what it is. Um, I wasn't one of them though. Like, don't get me wrong. I I had alcohol when I was 17, I think. Um, and then like my older sister for, she was not quite three years older than me, but like her, her senior prom and formal and everything like that. I would go to the after parties with her and they let me get shit faced. And, uh, but besides for that, like I was never really like a bar person, you know, like I, the only reason I would go to clubs was because my friends wanted to go and then eventually my my girlfriend which is now my wife she liked going to clubs so i was like all right well i guess i'm gonna go but i can't dance I, but i can drink a lot yeah. so you know so just yeah. i never drank in high school like once or twice mm. and and that was more or less because i was 
scared of, of, you know, repercussions for sports. I was mm-hmm. huge into sports and I knew I was going to go play football somewhere. And when I got to college, let's just say I more than made up for it. And uh-huh. It was, Oh, I mean, in my heyday, it was six nights a week, probably five, six nights a week. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you don't get hung over and yeah. Well, yeah, I was I a disgusting man back then, and all <laughs> I thought about was going to the bar and finding, you know, some chick. And and mm-hmm. hey, that's all. That's kind of what we all did. And, and secretly, mm-hmm. women were doing the same thing. Don't let nobody yeah. fool you. Oh, for but, sure. Like when you get older, you realize it's like, oh yeah, no, the, the women were going to the bar to get fucked too. Like it, mm-hmm. it was a mutual thing. It's just. Mm-hmm. the way to get there is very different <laughs> depending on yeah. who you're talking and now that was back when we actually had to talk to women you had to mm. go up and introduce yourself and have yeah, clever pickup lines and all these when, goddamn kids with their yeah. bumbles and t- whatever tinder yeah, farmers only.com <laughs> that shit wasn't even around back when i was slinging game yeah you're right um you know when my wife leaves me one day for a rich millionaire uh <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna do uh, you know, I'm gonna be like Tinder. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I was married right. before all that shit was even. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think plenty of fish was just gaining ground back, <laughs> back, back then. Yeah. Yeah. That's how old that shit was. Yeah. So, uh, good times though. God, I used to do some crazy shit to get women though. You oh yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I yeah. call it the the guys I go on these trips with are all my buddies from college and. We, we, we laugh because half of what it is, is we sit around the campfire and, Hey, do you remember that one time? It's like fucking South park member berries. It's, it's great. Yep. Yep. I got some plenty of memories like that. So it's, it's funny. Cause, um, one of the only times I ever got like stupid shit face. And one of the reasons I don't drink Jack Daniels anymore was, um, I'm with, I was with my, my wife now, but she was my girlfriend at the time again. And, um, she she's an RN, so she's a registered nurse. Uh, now she's more doing the. She just got a job to to a higher up position in her company, so she'd be doing more uh, office manager kind of stuff. Um, but when she was in college, she got accepted into clinicals for nursing school, which is a big deal. You know, not everybody does that. Um, so we went out to celebrate her getting into clinicals, and at that point, we've been together. Oh, six months, maybe seven months. She never seen me shit faced ever, right? I'd always drink, but like never, like never saw me really pound it. So she's like, "I want to see you get drunk tonight." I was like, Ooh. "Can do, all right." So we went to, I wasn't even twenty one yet, uh, but we went to a club downtown uh, in a city that we were staying in, Lafayette, and uh, there's a, a club called Night Town, and it's basically where like all the youngins go. Right. If you can get in the door, they're probably not going to card you at the bar. Right. So it was two for one. Well, well, on calls. So I had 12 double shots of Jack and Coke in less than an hour. That'll do it. Yeah. I went, I went to the bar. I got my 13th one, took a sip, sat down and could not get back up again. Like started puking over my side. (laughs) Like they had to help me out. Uh, I was, that was the first time I was ever hung over the next morning. And then I had to drive my wife, well, my girlfriend at the time, uh, to the airport because she was um, she was the president of the um, American Heart Association for the college she was going to. And they had a conference in, like, Tennessee. So she, I had to drive her to the airport at, like, 7 in the morning 
so she can get on a flight to go to this conference and I'm dying, you know, from, from just too much alcohol. So I dropped her off. I went back to my apartment and like all my buddies are playing games and I just like grabbed the pillow and just laid on the floor and just laid there. Cause I was like, I don't want to move. It was just terrible. Um, One of the drunkest I have ever been was on my 21st birthday. So when I was 21, at least in Minnesota, I, I, I lucked out by months because it, have you ever heard of the power hour? Did you guys used to have that or do that down there? The power uh, hour was if let's say uh, tomorrow, February what 19th, you turn 21, mm-hmm. Minnesota bars close at one in the morning. So the power hour was, is you could go to the bar Oh, I got you. The night of your birthday, and you've got that one hour. And the whole thing is, is you got to drink 21 shots in that. Oh, God. I went to the bar, and I was in my prime. I was in my prime. I was like, I got this. I'm going to do it. I ended up drinking 22 shots, and I had three glasses of what they call combat. So a combat at this bar was they take a pitcher of like a regular pitcher, Mm -hmm. and they would take four bottles so it would be like whiskey vodka uh gin and rum and they'd have the bottles going in loaded up and then they'd go over to the tap they'd put in like coors light or something they would do sour and grenadine Mm -hmm. so it's it's almost like a wop and i had three glasses of those in my power hour and i actually was hungover because I had all my buddies from back home coming up for my fucking birthday the next mm. day. I was a sober cab on my own birthday. I, I couldn't. <laughs> you were like, I'm done. Piles of shots that were being bought for me, and I literally could not drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the drunkest I've ever been. Puked all over myself. Fucking, mm-hmm. It was not at the bar. I did make it back to my friend's house. Mm. Uh, they found me at like four in the morning outside. I was literally yeah. sleeping under the stars. I like to call it camping. Hey, it might be easier to clean up, you know, like yeah. all you, you don't have to worry about cleaning up the floor or the toilet or anything like that. Like, yeah. you know, no, I mean, luckily I, I puked in the car. So once I got to the house, I was done puking. So yeah, there you go. Hey, that's good. That's the way to yeah, do yeah, it. You know, at least I did it in your car, not at your house. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I puked at the club and I puked outside the truck and like it would fly on the side. I'm like, at least it's outside, you yep, know. Yep. <laughs> so, I don't remember anything. Don't remember anything. Granted, that was a long time. You know, it's funny. As drunk as I've ever gotten, I've never blacked out once. And it's not for it's, lack of trying, I guess you could say. <laughs> Just My body's got this weird thing where it, it's a switch. And it's always been that way, probably even that night. But I know where I can literally take a sip of whatever I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. And my body will just like, you know, tell me if you have another sip, you're puking. I, yep. I haven't puked from alcohol in many, 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 many years. Yeah. And, I, and I've tied one on. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get, we'll get loopy and gas beers on hockey, hockey tournaments and shit. And, but my body knows, I know when I've reached my limit. Yeah. Yeah. Hammered. I've, I've, I've got, yeah, yeah. I've gotten to a point where I can go meet my buddies at the bar, start drinking know exactly when I need to stop drinking, have water, sober up, and then be able to drive home. Got it down to a science. As long as I don't do shots. Once I start doing shots, if I well, I'll amend that. I could do about two or three shots, but anything more than that, and all that gets thrown out the window. <laughs> so, um, but 
eventually you get it down to a science and you're just like, all right, I know my limits and I know what I can push them. Uh, weddings is probably about the only time that I really, really give it, give it the gas, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's normally because we have a hotel room, like right next door or something like that. It's where yeah. we don't have to worry about driving home or anything like that. Plus I have kids. So if I'm at a wedding now with kids, it's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I got for my own wedding, I got pretty tore up and it's funny. My wife still to this day tells a story because I was so wrecked. I mean, not like we were holding out until marriage or anything, but I was so fucking wrecked. I got in our hotel room and I passed out. And it was one of those where we spent a lot of money and had this like fancy suite. Uh I don't even remember it because we didn't go there before. I was blackout. I'm not blackout. I was just, I was, I was so twisted up. I don't remember. She had to call her friend to come and undo her dress because I was just a fucking pile. Too drunk to do. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, you couldn't have thrown a blanket on me. She was pissed, dude. Like I woke up at, I don't know, five in the morning, yeah. just laying on the floor with all my shit on. I'm like, you could have thrown a fucking blanket on me. And nope. Nope. Love- if you wanted a blanket, you shouldn't have gotten shit faced. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like the one time after you're married that your wife definitely wants to plow you and you screwed yep. it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. yeah. You live and you learn, you know? So I don't regret it. It was a good time. We had a live yeah. band. And my buddy played in the, I mean, it was, it's funny because she's like, are you going to get drunk? And she's like, I don't care if you do. And I'm like, no, I'll be responsible. Especially when you're the groom, that never happens. I mean, my fucking buddies were walking around with handles of fireball, just like dumping it on me. I was like, well, yeah, I guess, I guess it's, it's, I'll give in. I'll give in. Yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't even really get that drunk at my wedding and we had an open bar and like, I made sure we had how hard alcohol. Mm-hmm. for my wedding because um initially we were just gonna have wine and beer and i was like mm, i'll pay the extra thousand dollars like i don't care you know like i don't drink wine or beer so it's like if i want to drink something you know i don't have to pay for it not at my own wedding. Know, i'm one of those guys where i either hate going to weddings or i love it and i don't know if i'm like a wedding snob or whatnot but when I, we were planning our wedding, you know, I let my wife do everything. I said, in order for a wedding, for people to have fun, you got to have good food. You got to have good music and you got to have an open bar. I said, Mm -hmm. let me be in charge of, of, um, the music and the bar and the food. I smoked all the food for our, our, nice. Yeah. And, uh, well, we got lucky. My wife's aunt works at the huge 3M in, um, Des Moines here. And they've got this convention center. They, any family member gets to rent it for 25 bucks. So we got the venue oh, virtually free. That's amazing. Yeah. And I built a kick-ass bar, which is, I'll show you here. Yeah. No, maybe not, but you can see in the background. Yeah, I, built I it see it. Lights and everything. It's kind of got all my working shit on it now. And my buddy is in a band and, and yeah, it was, you know, not to toot our own horn, but I fucking hate when you go to weddings and there's fucking no booze and it's. The same goddamn chicken dance shit you got to listen to, and nobody's whatnot. dancing. So, Everybody, yeah, nobody's kinda, dancing. Yeah. yeah, we had a sweet live band outside, and yeah, it was it was it was legit. Got to yeah. have open, got to have an open bar. Oh, I I agree. I most of the bars I've been to aren't weren't weren't closed, so it's never really an issue. Or at least free keg beer. 
Yeah. You know, well, normally down them. here, what they'll do is like free beer, wine. So you'll have like Bud Light, Michelob, and probably like Budweiser or something else. And then they'll have like a, a white wine and a red wine. Yeah. Um, I mean, like if it's free, I'll, I'll drink the beer if it's free and there's nothing else. But I'll pay at the bar for alcohol uh yeah. instead of drinking the beer if i have to um uh, but most of my friends now nah, they have open bars they know what's up <laughs> i mean you yeah. know so yeah. no i straight up tell my wife if she drags me to a fucking wedding and it's especially one where your wife drags you to and it's her friends and you don't know anybody i'm like if they don't have an open bar and shitty food i will fucking walk to a bar <laughs> bro you gotta you gotta you gotta purchase the flask man that's what it's about oh i've, so, I've got a flask uh-huh oh yeah 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 Yep. I'm all about like I've got my flask. I bring it sometimes too, not often, but sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. it's the only way. If you want me to dance, because I'm terrible at dancing, don't really want to dance. But if you want me to dance, I have to be inebriated at some point. I'm gonna tell you this for free. There's not gonna be enough booze at fucking Mardi Gras in a couple of weeks that would make me hit a dance floor. So, <laughs> oh, I'll dance just terribly, just <laughs> god awful. Like even no when I'm hammered, I know I'll look like just a donkey. Oh donkey. yeah, but I don't care. Like if as long as all my <laughs> other friends are doing it, it's fine. And like the other thing is, is, if it's my friend's wedding, then like we're gonna show out for the reception, right? Like you know, you gotta do it up for your buddies. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. is what it is. Uh, Although I will say that I don't remember, but my wife did say I was dancing at at our wedding. Oh, haha, so you did get drunk enough at some yeah. point. Yep, I don't remember it, but my my buddy is that well it's his band so he knows i, I love like metallica and romstein and mm-hmm. they played uh do host and i guess ah, I, I got you myself so hey look if there's one place to do it it's after you've already signed the marriage certificate and it's your own wedding right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly bitch you ain't getting out of this for free Mm-mm, nope i gave you the warning before we ever got married i said look you don't you don't want to do this okay okay we're gonna do it you're stuck with me now you're stuck with me i'm not leaving trust me (laughs) so all right well why don't we go ahead and take our first intermission we already hit an hour but damn Uh, that went fast it went very very fast and it usually does um everybody's like what we're gonna talk about like don't worry trust me it before you know it those three hours are up and you're just like bruh yeah so we'll we'll take a quick intermission the uh, listeners won't really tell the difference but you and i will that's all, all that matters. Right. Sounds good. All right. We're back, folks. We had a quick intermission for biology. I had to go, had to go wrestle an anaconda. Hey, look, man. It's okay. It's okay. You know, some of us <laughs> just have to do the garden snake, and they, they can be scary sometimes, too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> almost forgot to tuck it back into my boot after. Oh, was- God. Hey, the boots can get tight sometimes. You got to be careful, you know. <laughs> You don't want to cut circulation off. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're a football fan, obviously. You said so. Well, who's who's your team up up uh up over yonder? So because your state technically well, doesn't have a team, right? Not not NFL wise, anyway. Iowa has no team. Yeah. So born and raised in northern Minnesota. I'm oh, you're a Vikings fan? Vikings, yeah. Okay. So I, I can feel for, you know, teams like, um, you know, the Bengals. You know, yeah. at least the Bengals, they won one. We've gone to four, haven't won one. So, you know, we're in Minnesota. We're used to losing. Or did they win that one in 83? Nope. Oh, they uh, lost uh, it. No, no I, Bengals, think, I think 
the, the Bengals haven't won a Super Bowl yet. So okay, that's right. They they went to one in like '83 or something. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. No. So yeah, gone four times before I was born. Never won. Minnesota, we're used to losing. Although the Wild are doing pretty good this year. They got yeah. six two tonight by the Panthers, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, my team's lost their you know all time great quarterback in the last year, and then they just mm-hmm. lost their all time great coach. Uh, it's rough being a Saints fan right now, but it is what it yeah. is. We'll, well, you we'll guys see. had one in 05. Was it 05? Yeah, it was near uh, Storm tank. or something. Well, so we made the playoffs in 06, which is when Katrina happened, but we didn't win the Super Bowl. It was the 2009 season, but it was oh, in it was, 2010. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people get that confused. Yeah. Uh, it was actually about three years after Katrina that we won it. It was three but, years? Okay. Yeah. You know, it probably took that 05 then or 06? Hmm? Was Katrina, Katrina 06? Yeah, Katrina was 06, I believe. Okay, okay, so, yeah. Yep. Um. So, yeah, we. I mean, we got one. You know, I was. I yeah. watched that game. I was there, Uh. you know. Oh, super, nice. Super, well, not at the game, but I was old enough oh, and a yeah. Saints fan, you know, yeah. and alive to, to witness, you know. You know, as a Vikings fan, I have to hate you guys because you fucking ruined us that one year with your bony bullshit, wrecking Brett Favre. (laughs) That was our year. That was our year, man. Every team was doing that shit. I guarantee you it was happening across the You were the guys that got thrown under the bus, and it just... Yeah, Roger Goodell does not like the Saints, and he decided to make us the poster boy for it. And look, I I get the argument. I understand. It's, It's shitty. To be like, hey, I want you to hurt somebody, but realistically, it's football. Right. Like, you're paid to smash people already. So, like, oh, yeah. you know, now I don't like, you know, specifically trying to injure players. Obviously, I don't think that's kind of what they were doing. Right. They were just like, hey, if you get a sack, we're going to pay you some extra money on the side. Like, you know, um, it is what it is. Like, the Saints, I mean, we lost the <laughs> whole year t- to that bullshit, technically, if you want to be honest, you know. Yeah. You lose. Your head coach, you, you lose your offensive coordinator, you lose two defensive coaches, you lose four defensive players, which some of them were probably on the out already. But it's just like our whole season got fucked because of that one thing. So, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that new movie that's coming out where. Uh, yeah, I watched James it. Playing Sean Payton. That that yeah. was during that time, right? Pretty much. It's it was it, it takes place because he. Sean Payton did actually coach his son's uh, like Texas Little League team while he was uh, not allowed to communicate with the NFL for that one year. Uh, but the movie's not like it's glamorized uh, and dramatized. Pretty much, it, it it was made to be kind of like a comedic spoof. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but Sean, like Sean Payton, kind of gave it his his blessing. So it was it was a fun little movie. Like I, you know, I liked it. It was okay. It, it makes amazing. you feel any better. My most hated coach of all time is Sean Payton. Okay. And my most hated team of all time is the Saints. So. Oh, well, hey, fuck I you was, in the Minneapolis getting, miracle, bitch. Yep, I was, I was Come really on now. coming on this because that was what else I was going to bring. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to tell them that. And then uh, look, look, y'all paid us back. I, Minneapolis yeah. miracle. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So I don't man, yeah, but the Saints the Saints had a rough go of the playoffs for like three years in a row. It's like the Minneapolis Minneapolis miracle happened, and then the no call 
by the Rams, which to me made me way more butthurt because it's like blatant pass interference and the refs are like, oh, no, no, no that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck y'all. Yeah. And, you know, it was just it was bullshit. Well, now you'll know what it feels like to be a Vikings fan for the next handful of years because you guys will probably play the game where it'll take you a while to find a quarterback. and Yeah, I, I, I see a lot of like nine and eight seasons. Maybe yeah. the other way, eight, nine. Um, we'll see. Uh, the team, if they can keep the team together, it can win games. But we need wide receivers, like, or just receivers in general. Not having Michael Thomas, and then, like, our next best wide receiver is, like, a wide receiver three on any other team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we just didn't have everybody catch the ball. Camaro was out for, like, five, six weeks. So it's like I don't even know how we won games. Like Sean Payton should should have won Coach of the Year just based off of this season. Like I'm not even joking. I know you hate him, but like we the Saints had the most starters, like individual starters among any team in the league because of injuries. So like yeah. they they started the most individual players more so than any other team because of injuries, and then we still ended up going nine and eight. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Are, are you uh what what are your thoughts on Tom Brady? Um I mean, I, I think he's the GOAT. Like okay. I don't like him. I've never really liked Tom Brady. Um but like look, you can argue Bill Belichick, you can argue like teams, like look, Tampa Bay was kind of like a gimme, like he had the best weapons group in the entire NFL for like two years. You know, the fact that he won a Super Bowl did not One surprise year. me. Look what all the injuries he had this <laughs> year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but even then, getting to the playoffs had a lot to do with a lot of those players. Um, but before that, like, look, man, Tom Brady just makes some things look easy. And, and if we're just talking pure skill, like Drew Brees is probably as skillful as Tom Brady but just not in the positions that he was in. And maybe Brady's a little bit better in some other aspects. Um, but, look, I mean, it's hard to argue seven rings. You know, it's really wow. hard to argue seven rings. I was surprised so. he retired this year. I mean, especially, I mean, leading the NFL and all. I mean, yeah, I would have thought that he would have felt – if he, he should have retired last year when he won it because yeah. I guess – well for, well, for me, I mean, if you get that taste, you get that close again. Plus, you had all those injuries. You didn't have Godwin. Yeah. Gronk was yeah. all messed up. Mike Evans' ankle was fucking – or was his ankle? Whatever. He was still mangled up. Mm-hmm. You'd think that he would still have that, you know, that 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 itch would still be there. Yeah, which I, I don't think the itch completely left. Um, but I think, I think he's leaving before the bubble burst, right? Because – this coming season, the Buccaneers are going to have to pay some people. No. Right? Uh, they're probably going to lose one of their wide receivers. Um, it, 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 it's, it's not going to be Mike Evans. It'll probably be Godwin. They'll probably lose Godwin. Uh, Gronk's going to go bye-bye. Um, they don't have Antonio Brown, obviously. Uh, don't <laughs> want him. Um, so, like, and then defensively, they're going to have to pay some people, too. So, and I'm not saying Tom Brady couldn't, like, be like, hey, just pay me a million dollars and I'll come back. But um, also, I think his family situation had a lot to do with it. You know, his kids yeah. are at an age where he needs to be in their lives. His wife's like, look, I'm tired of watching you bleed on national television in the playoffs. Um, 
They smoked the shit yeah. out of him in that game they lost, right? You can, you yeah. can sit here and say whatever you want. He got the shit smoked out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I think I think it's better for him to go out while he still looks like he does because I don't think I, yeah, I think he, he might still be had a stellar year. So oh yeah, yeah, an amazing. He went year. out on top. Just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. minus a Super Bowl. So it's like I was telling one of my buddies, and I think you could listen to it on one of the previous episodes, maybe in our playoff coverage. Like Tom Brady has nothing left to prove. What else does he have left to prove? Padding them stats. That's it. I mean, that's it. But even like that's 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 it. Seven Super Bowl rings. He got MVP. He won the. Super I think Bowl the biggest with, thing is winning a Super Bowl with another team yeah, and another. Yeah, coach. without Bill that, Belichick, right? That that took a lot of the naysayers. They're like, all right, well, maybe this guy is, you know. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe he's legit. But I, a lot of that's just hate. Like, I would have called him to go before he ever went to the Buccaneers, uh, and I did. And, and like I said, I don't even like the guy. Like, I don't really like him. But hey, like, I'm gonna be practical about what he is and what he's done. Nice talent, you know. So yeah, yeah, you gotta recognize the talent. Um, so like, you know, it's uh, I'm glad I won't have to see him twice a year. Uh, you know, <laughs> as a Saints fan, definitely don't want to see him with the Buccaneers anymore. Uh, but you know, it's kind of bittersweet. It's it's the end of an NFL era. Um, which it, it, it is, is crazy. Once once, I mean, you, you're not much younger than I am, but we're. There's a, there's a turning of the ties, man. We're losing all these great quarterbacks we grew up with between both of the Mannings, mm-hmm. Drew Brees, uh, yeah, Tom uh, Brady. Yeah, Ben, ben Roethlisberger's out. Ben Roethlisberger. uh, Rivers is gone. Yeah, Tony Romo's been gone. Matt Rome, Ryan's yeah. going to probably I mean, be gone we got, soon. We got Matt Ryan and, and you know Matt Stafford's a little bit younger. But, yeah, I'd say Matt Ryan is one of the OGs, one of the only ones left. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, lineup. he's not even the same caliber of quarterback, but he was from that that era, you know. Yeah, and uh, well, it's funny. My buddy and I on our on our camping trip had a conversation, and we were talking about the whole enigma of Matt Stafford and how many fucking quarterbacks the Cleveland Browns ruined because. Yeah. I mean, they. It's funny that meme that went around forever had that one dude. Yeah, it was a picture of his back, and it was like a jersey with fifty different fucking names, and you know, in in, in what was it, eight years they had like twenty different fucking yep. quarterbacks or something just outrageous, and you're just wondering how many quarterbacks they burned through, yep. and that you put them on even a decent team. Look at look at Peyton Manning. He he got drafted not to a shit team, but the Colts were not very good, and mm-hmm. you know it took him a couple of years to turn it around. You know, you would if I, I feel if you would have put yeah. Manning or even Brady in in that situation, we would not know who Manning and Brady are. It's very possible. It's very yeah. possible. Uh, you know, shout out to Tony Dungy because he he helped Peyton Manning a lot with that also. But yeah. um, and he helped he helped fucking uh, Chucky win a Super Bowl with uh, yep the Bucks. I mean, if we're being honest, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I mean. It's crazy to say where things could have been for sure. Uh, you can say the same thing about Drew Brees. What would happen if he would have ended up a dolphin instead of a saint? Yeah. You know? Well, um, and it's not to say, you know, people are always like, oh, Drew Brees was shit with the Chargers. Actually, Drew Brees, out of like the four or five years he was with him, two of his seasons were actually pretty good. Two of them were not great, and one of them was like mediocre. Uh, but he did get him to the playoffs one year, you know? Now, granted, he had like LaDainian and Thomason. And it was more of a run-heavy team. So, like, it, it wasn't all him. But, um, 
you know, Drew Brees showed that he was good before he went to the Saints. It's just Sean Payton was the perfect uh, coach to bring out Drew Brees' yeah. talents. And that's what happened. Um, yeah. That and Drew Brees is an insane workaholic, right? Yep. And he doesn't have, like, Drew Brees didn't have the talent that, like, Aaron Rodgers had, you know? Drew Brees was not that talented, but Drew Brees was methodical, and he would, you know, it's the tell us all the time. He was the first one in in the morning, the last one out in the evening. Um, you know, whenever football season was around, that's what he was doing. That was his dedication. So, and it showed in his play. It make yeah, uh, yeah, makes sense. You know. So, um, but yeah, man, it's 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 the end of an era. And look, I'm I'm happy. We've we've got some some up and comers. You know. Um, obviously, I mean, we Justin had some, Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, yep, Joe Burrow. Yeah, hopefully Trevor Lawrence. I really like Trevor Lawrence. Give him a couple more years. Um, I, I like I like the Doug Peterson hiring by the Jaguars. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to do a lot for Trevor Lawrence. But that that team just needs a good foundation right now. Um, and I think I think Doug Peterson is going to give him that foundation. But yeah, I mean, they've got some decent wide receivers and you know decent running back and mm-hmm. yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, we got some we got some young guys popping off and we'll see how uh some of this past year's rookies might get better next year. Uh you know, oh boy with the Patriots actually had a pretty decent season for a rookie. Um, considering the situation he was in. Yeah, Matt Jones. Yep. Um some people don't like uh Jalen Hurts or Tua. No, I'm not a fan of Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's gonna pan out. I think I think Hertz is a rushing guy, and that's that's what Fields, he's great I don't at. Think Fields is going to pan out either. Yeah, Fields. But I mean, look at Lamar not. Jackson's kind of just fizzling too. Yeah, well, Lamar Jackson's passing is still better than both of them, though. So, yeah. like, oh yeah, they, they, um, they, they, they. the the problem is, is you're hoping Lamar Jackson's passing still gets better. You know, now but that's the thing is he had that one year. I mean, he honey dick yeah. everybody. He had yeah. that Colin Kaepernick type year, and they mm-hmm. figured him out. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll see. Uh, Lamar's not too bad. I mean, at least Lamar, I want to get rid of him. You know, I'd be happy no, if he was no. on the Saints right now, to be honest with you. But, like, Jalen Hurts, I can't say the same. And neither could I say the same for Tua. So, uh, Fields, yeah. man, Fields got kind of fucked. I, you know, I, I didn't like how the coach handled that team, all the things he did. Um even out of coming out of Ohio State, I knew I was like, ah, they were just pumping his tires too much, man. Yeah, well, uh, he he wasn't NFL ready either way, you know. Whether yeah. or not he can get to a point where he is NFL ready, I don't know. Um, but I know he wasn't. And the same thing for Trevor Lawrence. Like I knew Trevor Lawrence wasn't uh NFL ready. And, and Trevor Lawrence stayed an extra year, didn't he? Uh, he won I, the, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. He won. Did he win the national championship twice? I can't remember. I think I think he stayed an extra year even. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, so, oh, he's gonna be. I I drafted him for my fantasy team. Ah, uh, I got you. It's, it's still a good pick. I think he's gonna be. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, you, you just gotta you gotta sit on him. Uh, see what this year brings. Um, because yeah. I still think he's gonna be good. I just think it's gonna take time. He needs to be the to be developed, but most of the quarterbacks coming out of uh, last year's draft class were not NFL ready, you know? So um, he just happened to go to a team that went to shit real quick because of urban Meyer and all this other bullshit. So, 
fucking yeah, that was something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was terrible, terrible. I've um, always thought he was a douche, even back when he was in. Um, I I didn't like them hiring him. Um, I didn't like the draft decisions. Like, why why are you going to get a running back, even if he's a good returner slash pass catcher? You have <clears throat> you have a running back that just literally showed out last year, and you're gonna go blow a first round pick on a running back. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you know what are you doing? It's fucking stupid. Like, go get you a wide receiver or a lineman for your brand new quarterback that needs to be right. Yeah, you know something yeah. like that. Get his shit pushed in every fucking game. Yeah, yeah. Well, feel bad for Joe Burrow, man. Oof. Yeah. Their yeah, first they, five they, draft picks better be O line. That's yeah, all I can say. They held up decent all year, but man, Aaron Donald just fucking ragdolled them. Look, I, I'll give them props because. The O-line, the way they schemed their offensive plays helped Joe Burrow out, right? But you could, like, watching them get demolished by Aaron Aaron Donald or just any O-line, I'm like, I was like, y'all, y'all are flirting with your quarterback getting majorly hurt again. I tell you what, I, before this season even started, I would have had 15 other teams ahead of the Bengals for my Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, most people would have. It was unbelievable, but between him and, you know, I saw something, uh, Jamar Chase and him are, you know, obviously they're college buddies and yeah, uh, Joe Burrow bought his house, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase. Well, you saw that. Yeah. He went and talked to his neighbor and bought his neighbor's house. Yeah. And they could he, be FFs on the same street. He, he apparently, he talked to several of Joe Burrow's neighbors until one of them agreed, you know, it wasn't like it was just the first one either. Like he talked to a couple of them and he, and he finally convinced one of them to, to sell them to their house. I'm like, yeah. bro, that tells you something, but I mean, it's hey. a love story that, ha- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, like in two weeks, there'll be a fucking wife time movie or whatever. <laughs> I mean, there, network. there should be, you know, like the, cause I mean, I mean, the story's there. Yeah. You, know, you might be, you might see a 30 for 30 about that connection 20 years from now. Right. Because yeah. th- think about it. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow gets hired by the Bengals, has a potential, you know, career-ending injury. You blow out your ACL and MCL, like in your knee, like you could have been done. Okay, comes back. Um, team says, "Hey, who do you want us to draft?" Right. This is a just was a rookie last year quarterback, and they're saying, "Hey, you're our guy. Who do you want us to draft?" And he says, "Hey, I want you to draft Jamar Chase," and they do. And then Jamar yeah. Chase goes and wins wins offensive rookie of the year, you know, like has a beast ass season as a rookie and you know, he's going to be great next year. And you, you saw Joe Burrow also take a leap this year, which don't get me wrong. Chase helped out, but like Joe Burrow's decision-making and, and you can tell he's gotten a lot better. Funny because who are his wide receivers? I mean, if you ask only the average NFL plant, Plant fan, they're not going to know who the fuck he was throwing the ball to. Jamar Chase is a rookie, and you had T. Higgins of all people. I still I think mean, he's good. I think T. Higgins is good, but yeah, but it's T. Higgins, you know. I yeah, mean, who yeah, the fuck yeah. knows well, T. Higgins? Here, here's right? the problem T. Higgins was a rookie the year Joe Burrow got hurt. So T. T. Higgins had Joe Burrow for like six or seven games. Joe Burrow went down. Then you had, I don't even know what quarterback. And T. Higgins, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, and T. Higgins still had like over a thousand yards receiving. He still had over ten uh, receiving touchdowns. Like 
T. Higgins is skilled. He is good. He's not Jamar Chase good. I I think he, I think a lot of people, and I should have prefaced that by saying before the playoffs, because T. Higgins had a legit playoff run and Mm -hmm. he had, he had the first uh, touchdown in the Super Bowl, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So he had a bunch of catches all through the playoffs too. Like, he's he's a good wide receiver. I don't know if he's going to be as good as Jamar Chase, but I guarantee you. I think moving forward, T. Higgins is going to have over a thousand yards receiving every year, and he's going to have probably eight to nine touchdowns at the very least. And that's going to put him around like the wide receiver two range. But that's what he is. And then Tyler Boyd is a great wide receiver three because Tyler Boyd is going to go off for 150 yards and two touchdowns in a game when you need him to. Yeah. So Joe Burrow's got all the weapons and Joe Mixon. Let's talk about Joe Mixon, who had a great season this year. Um, after having a couple of dud seasons before this year, um, he was a top five running back this year, Joe Mixon. Yeah, um, yeah. And then their tight end, Uzuma, who got hurt in the playoffs, um, he was starting oh, yeah. to show out too, you know? Yeah. So, I in mean, the Super Bowl, he came back and then, yeah, messed his ankle up and yep. couldn't, couldn't keep. Yeah, that, that was yep. kind of sad. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, where's Gio? Gio Bernard now, Giovanni Bernard. He's, a, he's, he's on a different team. He actually, yeah, he was yeah, actually a, a Buccaneer. This year. That's right. That's right. Yep. That's sad because he they, they provided a good one-two punch for a while there. I mean, he yeah, was he was just take, he was taken away from Mixon, and that's what it was. Yeah. So they yeah. went out and got uh Samaj P Ryan. Yep. And um, yeah, no, I, I uh, like I like Gio. I was kind of sad that he was. I, I like Gio too. I had a couple fantasy leagues every once in a while, you know. Yep. Um, but then like the Bengals defense is also they were pretty good this year. Um, that's their defense is a big reason why they oh yeah oh yeah 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 so i mean next year if i'm them i'm drafting a bunch of old linemen maybe maybe a couple uh defensive backs or maybe a good edge rusher and uh because i like their linebacker core their linebackers core is pretty good yeah um they can just protect i still think they need um I don't know. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Joe Mixon, and he's got he's got to be about thirty now, isn't he? Twenty nine. Oh no, 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 no. He's still young. Is he young? Yeah, he's got to be young. He's twenty six, I think. Which okay. isn't which isn't that young for like running backs, but uh, yeah, no, that's still a hell of a lot. I thought he was a lot older. Let me than let me look. I don't. I don't think but, he's yeah, that. no, there. I mean, Uzama did. He he was efficient as a tight end, but I think they could be a little bit stronger at tight end, a little bit stronger. So okay, so um. Uh, Joe Mixon is 25 right now, but he'll be 26 next season. Yeah, he's still so, he's still young yet. So he's still young. He's only been in the league. Uh, Bernard his, might might be older than. Yeah, Bernard. Well, oh, Bernard's, Bernard's definitely older than him. Yeah. 28, 29. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this this was Mixon's fifth season, so technically this is his uh, his contract year, I guess you could say. Right. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, they have a fairly young team. I don't. I agree with Uzama, but I also think that all he needs to do is be what he is, which is a good blocking tight end. Um, They don't need somebody to catch the ball, even though he can, and he has. When you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon, you don't need anybody else catching the ball. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, though. You know, I'm on the opposite side of that same coin. You look at Jamar Chase as someone that can stretch the field like a – Oh God, I don't know. Uh, Tyreek Hill, for example. Yeah, yeah, that's actually like, a very good comparison. You get you get a you get a decent 
tight end that can actually, you know, beat the wheels off of a, um, a linebacker. And, and that's, I mean, that, that can make a big difference if you have a legit pass catching tight end. Oh, but oh again, those, those are hard. To, those are hard to come by. Exactly. Cause I mean, you only have what three, three or four of them in the league. And um, I mean, Travis Kelsey's 30 going to be 32 next year. Yeah. So uh, for sure. Um, he's, um, uh, I'm trying to look up, see how old he is. I think he's, he's pretty young. I'm going to guess like 23, 24. Probably. Let's see. Uh oh no, he's 29. He's oh, actually shit. he's actually up. He there. must have been a late bloomer then. Probably so. Well, I mean, who did the Bengals have before now? What uh Eifert. Tyler Eifert, right? Uh Tyler. Yeah. Was it Tyler Eifert? Yeah, it was Eifert, but he was always hurt. And then yeah, yeah. Quarter, quarterback wise, they had what Andy Dalton. Yeah, but between but that, I wonder they had what, like, God, I wonder, does it say where Uzama played before? Because I had only heard of him in the last. Mm-hmm. Years. He's only ever played for Cincinnati, apparently. Okay, so he's but just fiddled to Eifert. He was always a kind of a blah guy, but like, mm-hmm. it's like I said, which he only had what fifty catches in the regular season. That's that's actually quite a bit so, for a time. That's pretty yeah. decent. Now his catch percentage is seventy percent. Yeah. So uh, probably a lot of short passes. What I had to guess. Yeah, five mm-hmm. touchdowns, but like. If if you're only gonna use him as a blocking tight end, not bad. You know, not amazing, but not bad. Uh, let me look at his play. I want to see his playoffs. I can't believe he's that old. That's that kind of blows my mind a yeah. little bit. Well, so maybe they'll draft a tight end. That's possible, or they'll trade for one. So yeah. Um, but I mean, they but honestly, they don't need one. It's like a, they just need one that can block. That's what. That's honestly what they need. They need that, and then if they can keep some P. Ryan to pass block. I think that would be all right. But like the way I see it is, is if you protect Joe Burrow, you're going to the Super Bowl again. I saw a crazy stat. It was uh, the last 16 quarterbacks that had their Super Bowl debut and they lost. They never made it back. Yeah, it's possible. And then it's tough. Um, it's tough. I saw another crazy stat, which was. Um, Forget how many. Uh, they haven't had. I don't think they. I don't. Know, I can't remember how many years. But basically, the stat was along the lines of, uh, like the last X amount of quarterbacks, which was like over ten. It was double digits. Uh, that have won the Super Bowl never got sacked more than like an average of like forty times. And Joe Burrow got sacked like sixty times this year. In season, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, because you, if you think about it, defense, I, I think really when the Bears made it to the Super Bowl, that's when people were like, defense wins Super Bowls. When you get to the Super Bowl, you're playing some fucking stout defenses. Even with Tom Brady, when he was crushing it with New England, they were legit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they had some pretty good Devin McCourty, or was it Devin McCourty? The one it on the interception yep. against, see, I mean, yep. Yeah, well, yeah, Tom, Tom Brady has had a bunch of top 10 defenses throughout his career. So probably about half of them, half of the years he's played, he's had top 10 defenses, which is a lot. If you think about it, that's over 10 years. You know, imagine if you had a quarterback had a top 10 defense for like 11 years of their career. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. Um, but most teams that make it to the Super Bowl have some kind of defense, you know, yeah, some yeah. kind of solid defense. Um, yep. But you do need to have good balance. If your offense is to say the Vikings won't be there anytime soon, if that's the case, then so probably not. <laughs> I mean, their defense was a little bit better this year. 
compared to last year. Last year, well, they were five God years awesome. ago or four years ago, our defense was was like um, fucking top, top five here. Top five, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, they just kind of collapsed. Trade away some good we players. Rolled, yeah, and, we uh, got rid of our the Williams Wall and yeah. Harrison Smith is getting old as hell now. And I know that my Saints are going to be are getting old. My Saints are going to be due for that in about three years, two three years. So we got some Cameron good Smith, young talent though. You guys' best are not Cameron Smith, Cameron Jordan. Cam Jordan, best our, our best edge rusher. Out of Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. Yeah, I know. So um that and then uh we got some good young talents. I mean, we got Lattimore, uh CJ Gardner Johnson is really good, a really good safety, and he also plays C B for us now too. So um and then our, our middle linebacker fucking why can't I remember his name? I have his jersey for Christ's sake. It's number fifty-six. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Can't help you there. I know. I should I remember it. Name more of the nineteen ninety oh, Saints than uh, Demar- Demario Davis. He, oh, he's yeah. a team captain, so <laughs> he's really good. He's probably one of the best middle linebackers in the league. Like he is good. Good. Um, yeah, we're probably going to be losing Cam Jordan the next couple of years, if not next year, right? He might be flirting with uh, retirement soon. I want to be surprised, which will yeah. suck, but it is what it is. The Saints have always been pretty good about maintaining a good defensive line, though, so I think they'll be all right. Uh, not as explosive, but Cam Jordan the last couple of years haven't, hasn't been as explosive. You know, his sacks haven't uh, crossed double digits in the last two years, I think. Oh, no shit. So, yeah. So he's, I think he's declining. He's starting to get older, but he still puts so much pressure on the quarterbacks that, you know, he's worth having for sure. Yeah. Um, yep. But we'll see. Saints football could be depressing the next couple of years. It is what it is. So <laughs> well, y'all might not have Kirk Cousins next year. So. I don't know. That, that O'Connell's kind of been blowing them lately. So we'll see. I hope not. But man, he's not he's not a bad quarterback. I don't know what I hate more is Kirk Cousins or his fucking contract. So well, probably his contract. Uh, but <laughs> you know, he's he's not a bad quarterback. He's not amazing. Not terrible, but his stats are so skewed because he's his his percentages are extremely high, but he's like one of the worst in the league at uh balls that are in the air over like 15 yards or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look. In all fairness, because I watched, uh, I had a decent helping of Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson on my uh, fantasy football championship team this year. Woo, uh, go me! Fantasy football uh, championship times two, both nice. my teams. Well, yes, sir. In in this league that I won, it was my first time winning it. So, uh, but I had Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook on my team. Oh, that's a so, that's a gimme. <laughs> and then I did have Kirk Cousins for a little while too. And um, so I'd watch the Vikings games a lot. And um. Look, Kirk Cousins would make some mistakes, but some of that coaching, man, some of the play calling was God the fuck off. It was, yeah, it was awful. It was, it was terrible. I was like, yeah, they they're sucking because of the play calling, like, and it doesn't even make sense. Like, you're down by fucking twenty one points, and you're running conservative plays, and you're in the last quarter of the game. Like, what what are you doing? You know, you have Justin Jefferson on the field. Kirk Cousins is throwing to like every other wide receiver also and doing a pretty good job Adam of Thielen's it. Thielen's probably the quietest, yeah. best wide receiver out there. I mean, mm-hmm. probably, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but he's probably the best possession wide receiver in the game. 
And oh, he, he's, I mean, he was the top five receiver a couple of years ago. He's just older now and he's yeah. got, had some major injuries. So like, he's obviously not as good as he used to be, but he's still a great wide receiver. So my point is, is why aren't you taking some aggressive, aggressive play calls down the field? Why aren't you throwing the ball more? Look, I understand you have Dalvin Cook. I Dalvin Cook's amazing. Play calls. I, I, my, all my buddies live in Minnesota and they listen to K fan is the big thing uh-huh. up there. And Again, I was having this conversation with my one buddy on our trip last week, and he was saying that, yeah, K-Fan breaks it down, and it's not as much the play calling. They say just Kirk Cousins doesn't like to throw the ball deep and downfield. He's, like, afraid of getting an interception. Mm-hmm. That I mean, he, he makes our offensive line, which is not the best, but he makes it look terrible because he's holding on to the ball. Stacks and holding yep. on to it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know. Yeah, and if you have Justin Jefferson, you need to let that bitch fly. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, He'll fight for look, it. Look, if you have 50 50, like if it's one on one, throw it. He's going to win a lot of those throw battles. It. Throw it to where just, yeah. Throw it to where Justin Jefferson can go up and take it, and he probably will. And if you throw an interception, fuck it. At least you tried. <laughs> you know, because getting sacked ain't going to help you on a third and 19 anyway. So, you know, yeah. um, it is what it is. But uh, we'll see. I, I'm not trying to blow Kirk Cousins, but I'm just. I think he catches a lot of shit, and he's not a terrible quarterback. He's just not an amazing quarterback either. So, you guys can have him. Yeah, I'll take him. I'll and I'll text O'Connell I, right now. And look, the Saints will make it to the playoffs with him. I can tell you that. So, <laughs> just being honest, you know, y'all can have a, I don't know, somebody. <laughs> we'll, we'll take Aaron Brooks out of yeah. retirement. You can, you can have uh, Armstead. You know, he's got a couple years left in the tank. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron Brooks, well, bro, our fourth round hopeful. So, yeah. um, all right, well, we could take another bio break if you want, or we could just power through the last hour. It's up to you. I'm, uh, I don't have to, I'm good. I'm good to go, man. Okay, fuck it. Let's keep going. I'm going to get another beer real quick, but we all can right. keep talking. We'll You'll just hear me walking. Um, all right. Well, we talked our, our bit about football, and I'm trying to uh, not talk about football as much on the podcast because I think the last three episodes, me and my co-hosts have done like nothing but football talk. You know. Sure. So, um, why don't we go ahead and dig down deep into the podcast world, specifically your podcast? Um, All right. But also just how you got to where you got, how you decide when you decide to start a horror podcast, you know? Yeah. I Horror movies are, I, I, this conversation, it's hard to start off with because I think out of all the movie genres out there, horror is the, has the most meat on the bone. It's the mm-hmm. most depth when you can get, because when you look at genres such as drama, suspense, comedy, those movies are kind of in a box Mm -hmm. where you can't really have a comedy that's serious and dramatic in tone because then they're going to call it a drama with some comedy. Mm -hmm. Horror is the only genre that will encompass all of them. Yeah. You could have a straight comedy, but you throw in some gore. Like, have you seen or heard of Psycho Goreman that just came out? Oh yeah, yeah, I watched it. That, that, watched that's it. that's a great movie. If you take out just the <laughs> some of the crazy kills, it'd be like a comedic 
a spoof of of Power Rangers. Yep. But you throw in those core those those kills, and it's it's you know a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's got the most diverse, I guess, definition. I, I I grew up loving horror. My parents got divorced when I was young, so. My dad had a girlfriend, which is now my stepmom and his wife. And, you know, she was doing all she could to be a part of the family. And I remember we watched Alien when I was really young, probably too young. And I mm-hmm. loved it, but it scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zero no so more. She, bro. Yep. Oh, yeah. So she made me this movie. It was called Cold Scary Movies. It had uh, Halloween 2 on it. It had Friday 8, which is one of my favorites, obviously, for nostalgic reasons. That's the one in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. It had just uh, Gremlins 2, maybe, just all these old movies. So I've always been obsessed with horror, and I've always watched it. But I, it's funny because I didn't get into podcasts until probably two years before I started mine, which I started mine... Oh, I, early 2018, I think we had our episodes recorded. So two years before that, I got into podcasts and it was because of Joe Rogan. My buddies were telling me about Joe Rogan and his mm-hmm. podcast. Was great. And I had no idea that there was a, a community of crazy horror nerds. And yep. I just 90% of the podcasts I listen to or horror podcasts. And, and I love it. I'm just obsessed back in high school, even before high school, uh, Dawn of the dead is my all time favorite movie ever. And mm-hmm. I remember, I don't know if you've ever watched any of the Joe Bob, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, yep. So the drive drive-in, drive-in. Yeah. Yep. And I remember what got me into it the very first time was we moved into our house and we actually had a basement. So set it up as a den. I was the oldest out of my sister and brother. So we'd go down there and, you know, they'd play and they'd go to bed and I was old enough where I could stay up. And I remember I found Joe Bob, the drive, you know, the last drive, or it wasn't the last drive and it was, um, God, I'm, I'm having a mind blank right now. But anyways, Joe Bob's deal, it was on like TBS or something, Monster mm-hmm. Vision, that's what it was monster vision and he played the 1990 night of the living dead and that's what ultimately hooked me into scary and horror movies and i watched that and i was obsessed so years later comes full circle you know even throughout college i got one good buddy of mine he was my pal we'd always go to every halloween in college at least you know you dress up as whatever you're going to dress up as and you go to a halloween party well we did that but we would go dressed up to the movie theater because back then the saw movies were popping mm-hmm. and they were always released on Halloween. So we'd go and uh, we'd watch one of the saw movies or a scary horror movie. And, and it was just loved it. The zombie house already told that story. I mean, we yeah. had for what, three years, we lived in that house and it was known as the zombie house. Almost every weekend during school, we would have just huge keggers Um. So fast forward to meeting my wife and then moving to Iowa and my brother-in-law finding out that he's huge into horror. And he just randomly, of all people, you think it'd be me, but he was like, you want to do a podcast? It's like, we should just talk about this, you know, because mm-hmm. we that's what we would do. We'd literally sit in the same garage here. We drink and we talk about horror movies and we're like, let's just fucking record ourselves. So that's how Joe Blow Horror Show was born. Yeah. Some stuff happened and Toby, uh, AKA drunk Darius is no longer yep. part of the podcast. He makes some, he makes some appearances here and there. 
Mm-hmm. But we took about probably six months off. And then uh, I found my favorite little hobbit. We yep. were, we, we, we were fans of the same podcast and they were doing like some live watch party and just randomly for, I was like, I'll just check this out for a minute. And, you know, the wife and kids were in bed and it was a Saturday night and I was like, ah, sat on the couch just for a minute. I'll check it out. And there's a chat room and it was me and a couple other, I guess, podcasters. Uh, it's funny because there's like three or four podcasters and then me and Travis and we were chatting and uh, he, I think he, it's kind of weird because I remember at for, and I hope he listens to this too, but I remember at first, like, I was like, man. So like this guy is just he he's kind of kind of aggressive. I was like, oh, all right, whatever. And he like looked me up and I don't remember if he found me on Facebook or what. And then I remember randomly, he's like, Hey, do you mind if I give you a call? And I'm like, Oh, that's fucking weird. But <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. And I gave him my cell phone number. And next thing you know, we were on the phone for an hour and a half. I was like, fucking sweet. And I knew him for probably like six months or so before I asked him to be on the show. And yeah, the Joe Blow Horror Show. It's changed quite a bit. We were very green early on. I always oh, yeah. joke no, around I, and say I was 20 episodes. I listened to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I listened to all of them back in the uh yeah. the fuzzy audio, like blare my my oh. ears out every once in a while. I uh, fucking will give Toby shit on that. I don't know. I, I think I've told it on the podcast, but it's funny because long story short, the way that we record on zoom with our mics, my laptop has two inputs for USB, mm-hmm. but audacity when he used to record on it would only read one microphone. Oh, so whatever microphone got plugged in first, whether it was mine or his, was the only one that picked up sound. So one of them always sounded less, and we didn't know what the fuck was going. That that was a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Toby or drunk Darius, I was like, "You edit, I will pay for the beer in the podcasting site." So I, 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 you know, I, I know nothing about electronics or anything. I had to teach myself how to edit and everything. So I, I throw him under the bus on that hardcore. He ended up playing with some kind of function on there. So that's what made it sound like yeah. we're in a fucking, you know, hallway and so, oh, so bad. I like I like doing um in person. You know, obviously when I'm talking to someone out of state, I can't. So Zoom is yep. ideal. But when oh, I do yeah. it in person, I have this. Yep. And it's just one mic. And um, I don't even fight with more than one mic. But this mic that I have does really well picking up uh, both people talking. You just turn the volume knob on it. Um, that way you don't catch the feedback from two different mics. Um, because I I have a newer laptop now, but the uh, old laptop I had only had one output. And it was old. So, like, I was like, hmm, what can I do? So, like, Amazon had a cheap mic that was, you know, decent quality for, like, 25 bucks. So, I was like, get that. I just used the record app on my computer at the time. And yep. uh, that's how I started, um, which technically how I started was going on to the nightclub for my first episode with them. Um, I don't know what episode number it was, but um, went on them. Had a great time, obviously. Um, the whole coven was there. So Ricky, Angel and Ricky Travis. Angel, yep. And um 
It's too bad Travis was there. It would have been a lot better of a show. <laughs> uh, oh, our little Hobbit friend. It's funny because like I'm six five, so just saying. Like yeah, I'm that's huge. what he said. He and I know, and he's yeah. like four five. Yeah, <laughs> he's like four five. <laughs> we, we got to give a shout out to Rickles too. Love that oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, Ricky. Ricky's yeah. the one who uh, got me to watch Psycho Gourmet. So we oh, actually. No yeah, if you go through my pilot, uh, my podcast catalog, the episode that I have Ricky on, we talk about it, and that's where like he's like, "Hey, you need to go watch this." Did you, so did you have Ricky on. Was it just one of them? Or yeah, was he- I had I had Ricky on one, and I have Travis, uh, on, Travis on two. I listened to part of the Ricky one, but I don't remember yeah. the Psycho Gorman. Yeah, yeah. I, we talked about it at some point. I yeah. can't remember. I think I want to. I feel like we talked about it. We definitely talked about Phantasm, but uh. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh but i've had a bolt on uh but i had a blast so like i left there and i was like fuck and the thing was is like i had been toying with having a podcast for a long time um but i always thought it was going to be overly complicated and i'm kind of like you like it's not that i'm not good with electronics i just i didn't want to start do, like trying to do podcasting and just fucking it all up because i didn't know what i was doing you know yeah. so once i saw what travis was doing because when I was over there, Travis literally just had his phone recording. You know, he had some yep. kind of whatever version of Apple, you know, iPhone, and he would just record with that. And we were just in the room. So now, obviously, we had to be very careful with making little noises and tapping sounds and stuff yep. like that because his yep. phone would pick up on everything. Um, but he was like, Yeah, he's like, I record with this. And then he showed me the editing app he had. Uh, so I was like, Well, fuck, that's not nearly as complicated as I thought it was um it took a little work getting the videos man yeah 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 oh i looked it up yeah youtube videos um i found a podcasting host that i liked so i started setting that all up that took me a little bit of trial and error but it wasn't too bad yeah um yeah it's 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 not that difficult and i've actually come to enjoy it where i i used to dread it but it, it, it brings out the creative side in you. And I, and I really, you know, I mean, if you listen to our first 25 episodes where Toby or drunk Darius was editing, and then where we're at now, it, it's the production value is a hundred times better. And mm-hmm. I'm always trying to do different things and intros and transitions and change it up a little bit. So yeah, I, I need to get to that level because I like I don't really edit my episodes very much. I'll, I'll add uh, the intro to it and I'll usually add like a song or an outro. And that's about as far as I go. Um, I use um, a sound editing site called Alitu, L-I-A-L-I-T-U. And um, it'll run the audio through their program and it cleans it up. So like it'll, it'll cancel out some of the background noise. It'll heighten up your voices. And for the most part, that usually does the trick. I do have, um, uh, what's it called? The, whatever editing's, uh, app that Travis uses, I do have that. Um, Okay. And I've gotten, I I won't say fluent, but like I can edit it on it. It just takes me a little while, you know? Um, but it's, man, I don't have the time to spend editing a three-hour podcast you know like you know how much time goes into that oh yeah uh, oh, I, I, I had a fantasy football podcast that was only like an hour long and it would take me like two or three hours to edit it all you know clip everything 
make it look nice, fade in and out and all the other stuff. So here, I don't like editing. One, just because, fuck it, I don't need to edit. Like, you know what you're getting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. I, I like the, the production value to go up some, but um, it's such a free form that, like, there's nothing I really want to cut out, you know, because most yeah. of our conversation is ongoing. So it's like if I cut a piece out, well, then, like, you're missing something from it. I don't yeah. like that. So I like to let it flow. Um, but I've been doing it for over a year now and it's been rough getting guests on here and there. Uh, you know, I hit, don't get me wrong. I hit like a month, two month span where I didn't record anything. Cause I was just, I had like three cancellations in a row, you know, oh, where man. like literally day of like, like oh, time of, you know, that's the worst yeah it's like oh, hey we're gonna record friday night and like i'll check with them during the week and they're like oh yeah we're gonna record nine o'clock rolls around i send them a message nothing nothing just no reply yeah, I, I nothing hate, like those are the type of people that like like you you text them a question and they look at their phone and they just put it back down yeah. it just drives yeah. me nuts like yeah, just say like, no then look like if yeah yeah if you don't want just say no like i'm not like I'm not I'm not calling in a favor here. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm asking you to, but like, if you don't want to, that's fine. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna hold it against you. But just tell me you don't want to. Like, don't lead me on. And then the night of, like, I'm all excited to get this podcast done, and now I can't do it because my guest just doesn't show up. You know? Yeah. We we took on in the so we started in 2017. I think we had some issues with publishing, but I think technically 2018 was when we published our episodes and mm-hmm. we took on probably the most formidable project in the podcast. This last, we called it summer of the dead, but yeah. we joked, I joked about it. And it's funny. I think the first episode I recorded it in May and I was like, yeah, you guys might be getting the last one in December, which they did. Yep. Um, but the same thing with that is, is way ahead of time. I had all these special guests lined up Mm -hmm. and we had two of them back out pretty much same thing last minute. And it just, you know, all the planning and stuff that goes into it. You're just like, you know, just, just tell me fucking no, like don't tell me yes. And then fucking ghost me a day before, Yeah, you know, trying to schedule with, you know, Travis and I, and he's working on, on the road, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's, um, well, yeah. And also it's like when I give you, every opportunity along the way to back out you know like because when i when i schedule like i told you like i schedule two three weeks ahead of time you know yeah. so it's like and every week i remind you like i'll send you a message hey just let you know i'm still good to go if you need anything yeah. let me know maybe i'll give you some questions or whatever and like at any one of those times you could have been like hey look i can't do it i got this i need to get done yeah. maybe another time it's like no and i know like you were like saying you'll do all these reminders and shit and i'm like the kind of guy i'm like dude if i say i'm doing it i'm fucking doing it mm-hmm. and unless it's an absolute emergency and you know my well like, i mean yeah cut this fucking finger off or something you know i told my wife i was like it's like i gotta be home and you know this is what's going on tonight and it's like you never told me the kids are having half the fucking neighborhood over for a slumber party so i'm going yeah. to the garage good luck yeah, 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 yeah. The house is on fire. <laughs> yeah. So, well, my wife's pretty cool. I let her know ahead of time, and she she's all right with it. Um, but you know, I just I I go out of my way to make it as convenient as possible for my guests, and they're like, "Oh, hey, well, fuck you, we're not gonna show up." I'm like, "All right, bro. All right, I see how it is." Oh, pineapple, nice. 
cake upside sour. down cake sour yes oh, okay. told you there's some crazy yeah fucking i see that i like that yeah can. no it, it sucks when you get you know motherfucked by people like that in its last minute no it, it's yeah yeah so it took me it took me some time to to get over it and be like yeah. all right i still want to do this let me you had to scrape on. the bottom of the barrel and i yeah. came up and came yeah. through oh so no, no, it no worked out perfect oh. uh <laughs> You're probably the first three hour guest I've had in a while. Um, but so I was like, well, what can I do to get like regular content out? So I went out and found me a co host that's my boy Simon. Yeah. Um, and then you did some football stuff or whatever. Yeah. So our last, our last like three episodes have been mostly football stuff, um, being that it was the playoffs and everything, you know, it's right. something we kind of have to talk about. Um, but we'll, we'll start getting into like more movies, more uh, maybe cult stuff and different what's things like favorite, that. What's your favorite genre? So um, I'm probably more along the lines of like horror with y'all. Uh, okay. I like action a lot. Yep. Um, my favorite kind of horror movie, um, I'd say Supernatural, more along the lines of hauntings or exorcism, exorcism kind of. Yeah. Uh, horror movies but i like zombie movies i know i know you're the zombie guy um but uh look, I, I like all the zombie movies too obviously you know i've seen pretty much all of them i've seen all the freddies and the jasons and um yeah. stuff like that um action i guess is kind of where it's at i like a little bit of everything to be honest I could I could go sit in a rom com and I can laugh and enjoy it for what it is it doesn't yeah. take a whole lot to please me i can usually find something to enjoy couple left hands and you're good to go it doesn't yeah, take a yeah. whole lot to please you yeah. no it, it's funny before it, it, i should ask is your podcast is it more of like pg pg 13 mm, it's full throttle buddy rated okay. r I, i've been i've been holding back quite a bit that i oh, caught myself there's a couple zingers i had but i'm like oh i should ask this before yeah no go ahead um, ask away man um it's more or less just dumb one-liners that were disgustingly mm-hmm. dirty but oh no it's fine just- um before I got into the horror stuff, I was huge in action. Like my fourth grade, I think, birthday party, we went and saw uh, Nowhere to Run with Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, all the the um, the the Chuck Norris movies, huge mm-hmm. in action. It's yeah. it's still one of my guilty pleasures. But we're getting ready to record our top fifteen horror movies of twenty twenty one. So, you know, Tibu. Rickles and I have been cramming lately. Mm-hmm. My goal is a hundred, which I think I'm right at right about. I think we're recording that next weekend. Um, about I, I've seen about a hundred 2021 horror movie releases. Ooh, that's a lot, Cram- bro. Cramming those in, yeah. I've been um, I've been killing a bunch of TV so TV shows, streaming shows, whatever you want to call them. Lately, um, I've got one more series, and then I'm gonna start knocking out movies again. So yeah. I do a lot of reading and then um, I like reading a lot and then uh, video games also. So I kind of just go in spurts. The balance, dude, the ultimate yeah. balance. I yeah. used to read a lot, but my wife literally, she's like the type of person where the kids go to bed at eight and she's in bed at eight. She might not go to bed until like, you know, nine 30 or 10 where yeah. I'm the exact opposite where I'm a night owl. And I used to, you know, laying bad and read. I mm-hmm. still read a little bit, but not nearly as much. But the video games, that's like 
that's my jam dude mm-hmm. it, it, but it's it's so hit and miss it's miss it's funny i i snagged a ps5 about two months ago and it's still in the fucking case oh yeah i mean i could yeah. i could sell that for and i i got a retail but yeah oh you could probably still sell it for like 700 right probably. now yeah, so probably. um i I got, I've been having my PlayStation for a while now. I got lucky early on and I, oh, I, uh, yeah, I got a PlayStation oh, five. Nice, nice. So I, um, I had a buddy of mine cause he worked offshore. So his wife, uh, his wife was at home with the kids. So she spent like two weeks straight, like following leads for PlayStation five and finally managed to get him one. So I asked her, I was like, well, like, what did you do? So there's a Twitter for PlayStation five. You can go. And every time, um, cause like I, apparently they know people that know the shipment times and like to what locations for whenever PlayStation has big shipments. So whenever a major retailer would have a shipment in, um, that would become available. They would tweet about it. So, oh, okay. so I, I set my notifications up to show me. So sure. it's funny. Um, not the job I'm at now, but the one before that, I, I was a uh, CNC machinist. So I would run a big plasma cutting table. It's like 40 foot long by 10 foot wide, cut bunch of sheets of metal and shit like that. So um, I was at work middle of the day and um, I think my dad called me. Somebody called me. So I answered the phone, talked to him, got off the phone. Well, I saw a Twitter notification. So I looked at it and they're like, PlayStation is dropping right now. So I was like, well, fuck. So I went on my Best Buy app. I already had it saved, you know? Yep, so like, nice. I popped it up, I clicked on the save button, and it's like, add the cart. And I was like, add the fucking cart. It's the quickest, yep. like, 600 bucks I spent. You know, five. it was like 550 I think. Yep, so, yep. and then the funny part was, is like, buy now. So I, I hit the buy now. It errored out on me. I was like, fuck. Oh. So like, I closed the app, opened it up, hit it again. It let me buy it. I was like, done. It was like, yep. purchase, buy, done. It's like pick, pick it up in a week at Best Buy. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> I got I got lucky. A guy I work with, I found out he does buying and selling on the side, like everything. So he used to be, um, he used to work at Nike Corporate, yeah, in Arizona or I don't remember where the hell it was, but he pays these. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm like the least technological person y- you'll meet, mm-hmm. but he pays these like websites where they do the same thing, where they give them notifications. And, you know, I found out about this. I'm like, well, I'm trying to get a PlayStation, but I was, I told him I'm not paying you 700 bucks. I was like, why don't you just kind of help me out and tell me. And what I did was, is he said, go to walmart.com, get on their Walmart plus membership. It's 1295 a month. Mm-hmm. And you can set up like a notification, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and I'll text you. And within literally a week of doing that, he said, hey, walmart.com is dropping at 2 Eastern or something like that. So I went on and, you know, like, you know, like a couple of minutes before you just keep hitting that refresh, 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 because it goes from out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. And um, yeah, it just, you know, was there and I hit add to cart and. I mean, within a week it took me. So if you really want one, there's ways to do it. Oh yeah, you know, and I canceled that fucking Walmart Plus membership and oh yeah, you know blah blah blah. And, but the, you know, it's just sad that it sits. I, uh, I I there's only a handful of games I play regular, and it's going to be my sports games like Madden and hockey, especially. Yeah, but I do a lot of Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and but 
on the side, I pay for Gamefly. Okay. Uh, those games that you can just cycle through yeah. and play. And um, um, it took me the longest time just because I started watching more, you know, the podcast is, it's not work, but it's time consuming where oh, yeah. watching yeah. movies and stuff. And so I, I beat uh, the last of us part two, which took me like three months. It's a phenomenal yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And then I got the new South park game and I say new, it's the second one, the fractured butthole. <laughs> Once I beat that one, then I'm hooking up that, that, that PS five and it's going to be game time. So yeah, there you go. I, I, uh, I also play a lot of call of duty, so Oh well, we gotta uh, we gotta do yeah, uh, gamer to, tags here. Yeah, for sure. we have we have to do gamer tags. Um, About a week and a half since I even turned my PlayStation on for a game. I mean, it <laughs> used I to hear, be. I hear when you. I was in my when I was in my prime, dude. I was playing two or three hours a night. Oh yeah. Till, yeah. Look, bro, not to brag, but when I was in my prime before I had kids, it was like eight, oh, to, eight to, to ten hours a day. Like <laughs> yeah. I would go to work for eight hours and then I'd come home. And whatever free time I had was gaming. Now I played uh oh, yeah. I played World of Warcraft for like eight years or seven, eight years. Yeah, so, I never got into that, and I'm glad because I've gotten addicted to Look, look. That ends I, marriages. That game. Yeah, I don't I don't regret my time playing it, but uh I moved on from it. Um yeah. but uh like I was a huge Halo guy, Devil May Cry, yep. God of War, yep, yep. uh Madden yep. also, Call of Duty, um, all those things, Gears of War, obviously. Um all those things, love them, play them a lot. Uh, but once I had kids, it was like I went from you know sixty to zero. I guess you could say, you know, or yeah, not quite yeah. zero, but it was like yeah. okay, well, you know, priorities are children right now, so that's kind of what we would do. Um, now, good. No, you go ahead. Okay, so kids are priority, and now, now I would say, um, I might play for thirty minutes a night. So normally I pick up like because my wife and I get off at the same time, but I live uh, I work closer at home than my wife does. So I'll go pick up my kids, uh, hop in the shower and then I'll play for a little while until my wife gets home and then I get off and let her watch TV and I'll go do other stuff. Um, yeah. Or weekend nights, usually Friday nights, I'll uh, play like four or five hours of Call of Duty, you know, and then yeah. Saturdays if I'm home, if we don't have any plans. Uh, I'll play like Skyrim, something like that. Um, I I bought El- Elden Ring though; it's coming out soon, I think the end of February. So I'm waiting for that to come out. Um, if you listen to like earlier episodes, um, I, I won a bunch of money on DraftKings a while oh, back. Okay. So I bought like a new gaming laptop because I, I I had this old like $300 laptop that was six years old that I've been using forever. So I couldn't afford anything else, you know. Well, you know, you can't like it, it struggled to play Minecraft. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, right. it wasn't a gaming laptop. So I bought me a, a gaming laptop. So I started actually playing games on my laptop again. And I love it. So I bought Elden Ring uh, to play on my laptop. So I'm just waiting for it to come out. Put some time into that, I guess. We'll see. Um, yeah, I, I go through like like peaks and valleys where like I won't play for weeks mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. And then I'll hop on and it'll be, you know, two, three hours a night kind of thing. Yeah. But again, I'm fortunate where, you know, my wife likes to she reads 
all the time. Like she goes, she's literally in bed at eight o'clock, might be watching some bullshit fucking housewives, whatever crap mm-hmm. show or reading. Um, so I've, I've got the TV to myself and from like eight o'clock on and, and I'm a night owl, like dude with Olympics going on. Holy fuck. There's been nights where I've been up until like just watching Olympics all fucking night. Oh yeah. You have hockey games going on at two forty eight. Oh, yeah. 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 All of them. All the U S ones are, are on either at 10, 10 PM or seven ten AM. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's been kind of crazy, but it just ebbs and flows. It's either mm-hmm. I'm just nerding out on video games or else, you know, cramming some movies in for end of the year show so oh yeah definitely definitely so um i love it though but it's just like you said it's um a mixture of all, all of it i guess you can say so uh i kind of ebb and flow too so right now i'm in my like get caught up on all my my shows kind of thing yeah uh, but i'm almost all caught up so i'll probably go back that's, to reading yeah that that's one thing i've i've fortunate you know, people hear like, Oh, you watch a hundred movies. I don't watch TV outside of hockey and football. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have TV. Everything we do is streaming. And well, yeah, when I say TV, it's basically streaming, you know, sure. it's not yeah. like I don't watch TV shows. I watch, um, I do like anime, but, uh, what's one I watched recently. That's not anime. Um, Oh, like Boba Fett, like book of Boba Fett, Star Wars, sure, yep. obviously. Um, funny enough, Northern stuff, uh, letter Kenny. I just got oh, finished. Letter Kenny is the best fucking show. That's oh, I love it. I love it. I, uh, I, I haven't just, seen this season. Yeah. I, well, I, I, whatever, whatever is on Hulu, I just finished the, like the newest yep. episode and yep. I was very sad. Cause I was like, I oh. want more. I want more. Yep. Yeah, they <laughs> so. released the se- the last season over Christmas. I haven't seen it yet. But okay. Yeah, I, I it's it's either horror movies, hockey, or football. Uh, my one buddy got me into Letterkenny, so I've watched that. Uh, I mean, the only other things are like Game of Thrones, but that's not even on anymore. Uh, I used to be a huge Dexter fan. I got to watch yep, the new me too season that's out. I got to watch. That. I need to watch the new one. I'm so hesitant. <laughs> I'm gonna love it because I love the other one. Like I'm even I'm the weird guy that loved the ending of fucking. Game you like the ending? I, I, I didn't hate the. I, ending I, I wouldn't say I so didn't. Much as it was well, very anticlimactic. Right. I, I was gonna say I, I think I don't know when I think about the end of Game of Thrones. I think about the the final battle. Like I don't give two fucks about anything yeah. after that. Yeah. I mean when when you know uh, I can't even think of her name. Maisie Williams, whatever her character. Yeah. yeah or what when yeah when she went and fucking did that weird kill thing, drop yeah yeah i was like yep i don't care how it ends that's all i wanted pretty much yeah yep. i don't give two fucks about anything after that so yeah i, I thought it was fine yeah it, that was basically just the directors wanted to start other things and they're like we're not giving you a budget anymore and they're like so they just they fucked it all up. But it was well, they already it were greenlit for three prequel series. Actually, yeah, one of them should be is well, I should say it's supposed to be dropping this year. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Uh, the other two prequels or the other two spinoffs got canceled, but uh, this oh, one, I think, I think, yeah. So they were ha- they were supposed to have a spinoff with um, Arya, which is Macy Williams' character. Arya, yes, yes, yes. So Arya. 
there was supposed to be a spinoff with her. Um, that one got canceled. Uh, they're going to have a, a spinoff of a uh, house of the dragon, which will be um, a prequel with, um, I mean, basically the Targaryens, you know, how they right. came to power and the, all that other stuff. I don't know what the other spinoff was, but there was another one. Um, well, I'll tell you what, if this one does well, which it certainly sure it will. is going to, they're, they're not going to stop They're No, Look, I'm fine with it. They just need to dedicate the resources as they should. I'm pretty sure they did like a pilot though for another. I mean, there might have been three or four. Oh, they they other, might have. I'm pretty sure they did a pilot for one of them. Okay, and maybe maybe that was a whole thing all along. They're like, well, let's do a couple pilots and see which one works best. And um, yeah, I, I, don't know. I read something where like they spent like millions and millions of dollars on this pilot for one of mm-hmm. them, and they canceled it. Mm-hmm. So that's the business. That is the business. It's crazy. Um, I'm hopeful. Like I hope House of the Dragon's good. I really do. Because I, I mean, I like I liked Game of Thrones up until, like I said, they just shit the bed on the ending. But even then, everything else was good. So I can't complain. I agree with you. Like as long as you got to the the White Walker like war, yeah, everything after that was kind of blah. You know, like yeah. Uh, it could have been done a lot better, but at the same time, it's like, okay, whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll get I over mean, it. I, I, guess. I think that's if, if there is. Yeah. Yeah. They could have ended it better, but I mean, let's be well, honest. Everybody watched that show for the final show from, from the very was, first season. Yeah, that's was, why they watched. It was for the final show. It was, it was just the pacing was yeah. what fucked it up. It's like, all right. Like I could, I can buy into the fact that like slowly over time, Daenerys goes crazy, mm. you know, because the pressure of everything just finally gets to her. But it's like she literally went crazy in like one episode. Like yeah. one episode, she's fine. The next episode, she's killing an entire city and then she's fucking batshit crazy. It's like what? Like there was no transition. It was just one and then the other. There, I know there was issues, too, because we went like a full year in between like seasons five and six or six. Yeah. And seven. Remember yeah. that? So there was there was I don't know if it was production or some kind of issues i don't, I don't remember why so but like so like, used to drop in april and then you're finding out like oh it got pushed this and hey guess what april of the following yeah, year we ready yeah. like oh yeah so it's like so like denarius goes crazy um jamie goes to meet cersei after like after all those seasons of character growth on jamie's part like Jamie Lannister, you know, uh, all down the drain, all down the fucking drain because of his stupid ass sister, where he should have just stayed with fucking, uh, Brianna Tarth, you know, (laughs) it's like, what the fuck, man. And then, so you have that. Um, and then you have Jon Snow killing Daenerys, which is like, I could buy it, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like Jon Snow, would have never, I don't think he would have ever actually done it. You know, the kind of character he is the entire season, him killing Danny was like the one thing I think his character wouldn't have done. But at the same time, I guess it's like, Hey, she's fucking crazy. And then, I mean, if you did have one thing going for him was, is he always was the moral compass throughout the entire series. So, yeah, and I think that had a lot to do with it because he saw Danny being crazy. But it's it's hilarious the parallels between him and actually Jamie 
because they they called Jamie the King Killer because yeah. he was one of the the royal guards for the king and he killed the Targaryen that was fucking insane. And then John has to do the same thing, you know. So I liked I like that. I like that parallel, but at the same time, it's yeah. like so after he that did have a pretty good character arc overall. I mean, if you, you hear that term used quite a bit in, in movies when they say arc. Yeah. But if you think about it, an arc goes from one point and then up and then back down. So he actually truly had a character arc where True. he, you know, went from, you know, well, what, what we knew him as in the beginning is just kind of evil, pushing Bran out the window, then yeah. up and then back down. But he did start to come back up again, though, you know, at yeah. the very end. So. Yeah, he but, did. I mean, he did great yeah. until he succumbed to his bitch ass sister. Yeah. So who yeah. should have suffered way more of a horrible death than what she did? Um, though I guess you could say her losing pretty much everything. Uh, you know, w- was a just end. I guess you could say for her. Uh, but the only other issue I had was like, all right, so like John gets sent over the wall, and Bran is made king. Like, it's like, oh, okay. I was yeah. like, even though we know the guy, like, and I get, the, they tried to logic it out. They're like, oh, well, you know, it's the only way to stop war from happening. It's like, nah, bitch. We all know John's the perfect king. Why the fuck are you choosing a cripple? Come on now, bro. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but. I've, I've got high hopes for this, for this next one. So. Look, I think it's going to be good. They're going to put, I know they're going to spend the money to do it right. So the question is, is, okay, don't do what you did the last time and end it on a bad note. No. Uh, yeah. So. I, 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 they had to have learned their lesson. Yeah. I mean, they so had. Are you, are you a Lord of the Rings fan? Uh, not really. Not really. So you're not excited for like the show that's going to come out, I guess. And even though there was a show. Yeah. Amazon's pushing out a, a, a series on the Hobbit. Oh, okay. So I, I mean, I've seen all be, the movies. It's gonna be a pre. I think it's gonna be pre- a prequel to the movies. It'll be like isn't, isn't the Hobbit ones a prequel or something? I, um, I saw, I saw the, all of them, including the Hobbit. The two, I think there's two Hobbit movies, right? Yeah. So, well, okay. So you have the first trilogy, which is the Hobbit, the Two Towers, and the Return of the King, and then you have another trilogy. Um, which I can't even remember the names of, of that trilogy. Um, it's like something to that, smog and yeah, that those were those were prequels to the first trilogy. Okay, yeah, I saw all all of those movies. So yeah, so the TV series that's coming out now will be the events that lead up to the Ring of Power being created and ultimately oh, so prequel, dispersed. Prequel series. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. but 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 like thousands of years though like oh sure so the first the first trilogy happens maybe um fuck i don't i don't know not that not that like frodo is the grandson of bilbo baggins frodo's in the first trilogy bilbo bilbo baggins is in the 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 prequel to that trilogy so <clears throat> the timeline is within a certain amount of years whereas this yeah. prequel will be like literally thousands of years in the past right so no i i mean i wouldn't say i'm a huge fan i don't you know nerd out on them 
I, I, I really do love the movies and enjoy them because mm. of the battle stuff. I'm a huge. Yeah. I mean, my, my favorite movies of all time outside of horror are going to be like saving private Ryan. I love Troy. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep. yep. Uh, th- th- those type of epic battle movies, even 300. I fucking love mm-hmm. that. So, so I know we talked about it already kind of, but game of Thrones battle of the bastards. Yep. You had to have loved that episode. Oh, dude, I, I I loved almost every one of those episodes. Again. Yeah, but, but that, I, I'm, I'm just a fan through and through. That episode was so nuts, man. Jon yeah. Snow just being like, fuck it, I'm about to get trampled, pulls out his yeah. sword, and just like, it's so visceral. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> um, Just the bodies like piling up around him, him almost suffocating yeah. literally from just being covered by bodies yeah like, no, i th- that's my that's my jam that was my jam. such great film like filmography or whatever you want to call it just crazy yep. but anyway i love i love war stuff too so like you know um even stuff that that didn't wasn't like crazy amazing but like um fury with brad pitt like shia love labeouf it. that's a great movie um, have you seen um enemy at the gates oh yeah Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, it's an all timer. Even Thed Red Line. I mean, mm-hmm. that that that's a great one too. Yeah, I, uh, I'm. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Hacksaw Ridge? Oh yeah, with, yeah. with Garfield. Yeah, yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. Mostly just because it's based on a true story. Uh, yeah. That one's pretty awesome too. Um, oh yeah, all those old war movies. I mean, I grew up watching a lot of them. Uh, my dad was a huge um, fan of like fighter jets and submarines, aircraft carriers, stuff like that. So like obviously like Top Gun, uh, the old school Midway, not like the remake, but like the yep. old school Midway. Grew up watching yeah. that. A um, couple other ones, you know, stuff like that. Just uh, right. Hunt for Red October, uh, which was not so much military as war, but just like they're on a submarine, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, well, like and plus you had what Denzel or uh, not uh, Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. Sean Connery and uh, was it was Pierce Brosnan? No, it was somebody else. What was the other guy? But um, well, Sean Connery. We could just say Sean Connery. That's Sean, yeah, Sean yeah, Connery. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sean Connery is that's all you need. He'll, he'll do the job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, love that, and then. Um, which I guess my dad's kind of the reason I started watching a lot of movies when I was younger, you know, yeah. um, I watched my first horror movie with him and it was funny cause it was, uh, from dust till dawn. So oh, like, no Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like they made me like cover my eyes for the oh, yeah. nudity scenes and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then, uh, I remember growing up watching like the X-Files with Scully and Mulder. I love uh, the X-Files. Yeah. yeah that's oh, an yeah, underrated yeah. show for sure. I oh, don't know yeah. if it holds up honestly, cause I haven't seen it in forever, but yeah, I was a huge fan. I don't know. I know they did a mini series a few years back where they brought them back, you know? Um, Oh, I actually, I did watch some of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I watched some of I it too. It was okay it. though. I don't, I didn't yeah. either. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, so, but that kind of got the ball rolling on that. Um, it helped me kind of jump into the movie sphere. Um, what other movies did I watch? Like The Green Mile, um, uh, you know, fantastic, one. like a top movie, Shawshank Redemption, obviously. Um, which I mean, speaking of like a lot of Stephen King movies, you know, like yeah. Thinner and, and Cujo and yeah, and um, 
the stand those, is one of my favorites yeah yeah the stand um the stand and then like the tv series you know I haven't um, seen the new series the i haven't, I seen haven't either i have but i remember watching the old the old series yeah. on tv um yep, yep. what was it the langoliers i think was one langoliers of them. is legit yep mm-hmm. that's the plain one so, mm-hmm. children of corn uh all all those i think i just grew up kind of watching them and then when i was moving around a lot we didn't have cable but my dad would buy like dvds so like i would watch those and then uh when i went back to my move uh my high school like middle of freshman year um that's when i kind of reconnected with tibu and some of my other friends and then at that point they were more hardcore into the movies so then that's where i just kind of did a, a, a deep dive you know yeah that's i've told the story on my podcast but my uh, my parents divorced when i was young and so you know we stayed with my mom my uncle owned a movie store and that was our friday nights we'd get picked up from school and we'd go and get mcdonald's because we we lived a little outside of town so we go into town get mcdonald's and then we go to my uncle's movie store and i'd rent a nintendo game and a movie and and you know then it became a super nintendo game and a horror movie kind of thing and that's mm-hmm. i mean that's you when you see those memes it's true because just people won't know how awesome it was to go to a movie store and walk up and down and find dvds and you know, get out and hang out mm-hmm. with your friends. And it's, it's like, what do, what do kids do now? They just fucking, you know, play Fortnite and, you know, jerk yeah. off the fucking pictures. They can look up on their goddamn cell phones when we had a good housekeeping magazine. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. You're not lying. Different world, man. Different world. Different world. For back sure, in, back in my day. Yeah. Uh, I would love to just put like the dial up modem sound on repeat you know yes yep yeah god oh man i got a phone call coming in get off the phone or get off the computer Mm -hmm. and oh one phone line (laughs) have you seen that video on youtube or uh well youtube or facebook or whatever where the dad like hooks up a rotary dial phone and he's like you got five minutes to dial this number and they literally couldn't figure out like Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah, i'm like oh that is so good uh, I watched one and I think it, I think it was like an old, one of those old school Apple computers, like the all in one Apple computer. Oh, you know what I'm talking mon- about? All it was yeah. a monitor. Yeah. Yeah. The ones yeah. we had in school. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the kids couldn't figure out how to turn it on. Oh like, my God. I was just sitting there going like, there's a button like right there. Like, what are right you doing? Button. You know, or they'll show them, uh, uh, like an old, like Nintendo, and they're like, "What's this?" I'm like, "Fucking Nintendo! Come on, man! Yeah, like, you can't be that old, like that young, you know." Um, yeah, I got my old Nintendo. Once the garage is is done, I will be hooking up my Nintendo, Super Nintendo, like old school gaming stuff. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I still love playing the old retro stuff. Oh, I do too. Um, I don't have my Super Nintendo anymore. I think I gave it to some of my younger cousins a while back. So, cause they loved playing it. So I was like, you know what? Here you go. Have some, have some fun. It's like, I'm too busy playing like Xbox and PlayStation right now. So, uh, but it's always fun to hop on like the old super Mario's or, uh, I like to play in like Contra. Contra, uh, Mega Contra, Man. Yeah. Oh, Mega Man. Man, Mortal Kombat. Um, but, um, 
Oh yeah. Love playing all those old games. So yeah. Good times. Good times. Well, we're not quite at three hours, but I, I think we can wrap it up. I'm starting to get tired. All right. <laughs> so it's great having you on. You're more than welcome yeah. to come back on again. Um, I'm more than happy to do a guest uh, guest appearance if you ever want. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was just so, thinking about that. I was like, we're going to have to get you on and pick your brain about some horror movie stuff. Oh, and- I'd, I'd be all about it. So yeah. I do have one last parting gift for you. I definitely stole this from your podcast, by the way, but you're going to do it. It's not the gauntlet. Okay. But it's close to it. It's on here. We call it matchmaking. Matchmaking? Matchmaking. Just like if you were playing a game. Matchmaking. Same concept, though. Okay. Okay. I was like, man, that's a good idea. I'm going to rebrand it. (laughs) There you go. So, real simple. Either or. Just choose one. Marvel or DC? Uh, Marvel? Okay. Batman or Superman? Batman. Okay. It's my favorite. Superman would kick his ass. Got you. Movies or TV series or just any series? Movies. Yeah, that's that one's pretty. Goku or Vegeta? Might be a little bit past your time, but. I don't even know what that is. Okay, just say Vegeta. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Harry, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker or Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? Heath Ledger. Okay. Goosebumps or <laughs> Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark? Goosebumps. All right. Fries or Tater Tots? Oh, motherfucker. Crinkle Fries, <laughs> otherwise Tater Tots. Okay, okay. Um, Elder Scrolls or Fallout? Never played either of them. Okay. Uh, Call of Duty or Halo? Call, call, uh, <laughs> call of Duty. All right, all right, all right. Um, which Spider-Man? Toby, Andrew, or Tom? Oh, Tom. Tom. I like Tom the best also. All right. Science fiction or fantasy? Science fiction. All right. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Gotcha. Bacon or sausage? Bacon iPhone or Android? Android. Awesome. Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. All right. Uh, music or podcast? Music. Nice. Money or free time? Money. Money TV. buys free time. There you go. TV or books? Books probably for you, right? Oh, if it's not TV, sports, and books, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mac or PC? Mac. Uh, <laughs> it used TV. to be PC until my work forced me to use Max. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, soda or energy drinks? Neither. If I had, if okay. gun to my head, energy drink. Okay. Uh, dine in or delivery? Dine in. Awesome. All right. That's the end of matchmaking, my bud. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I'm glad you loved it. I told, yeah. I was like, if you listen to my episodes, I'm like, hey, I kind of stole this from another podcast, but we're gonna run, we're gonna run with this. So, because I thought it was a good, it was a fun idea. You know, every time I have a new guest on, we run them through it. So, no, I love it. I love it. Yeah, good, good. All right, man. Well, um, you take it easy. I appreciate very much you coming on. It was a blast. We will do it again.
Uh, yeah, no, I cannot believe that it's already been almost three hours. It was yeah. awesome. It went, it went fast. It was a great time. Uh, anytime, dude, you're in a pinch. Just let me know. I'd love to. Sure. Sure. Definitely. Same thing. Give me a date. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Listeners. Um, I don't know when I'm going to have my next three hour podcast, but I'm sure me and Simon are going to push out another hour, hour and a half one soon. So I'll keep y'all ears peeled for that. Other than that, everyone have a good night. Peace. Mm-hmm.